This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bahumia, everyone. Bahumia. Bahumia. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Hard one, Surefoot. Emily Axford. Moonshine Sabin, former sweetheart turned savage. (laughs) And Caldwell Tanner. Beverly Togold V, away from home. There That's he right. Is. Well, you're home. You're always away from home because you're homeless now. Yeah. Your home exploded. <laughs> oh, I hadn't thought of that. Oh yeah. Well, huh. you know, homes. Just... Homes where the hard one is. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. That's beautiful. You I'm also gonna... have several vacation properties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm true. away from them currently. <laughs> that's true. Just give me this. Okay. <laughs> cool, guys. So let's do a little recap. Last week, you guys escaped Galateron on your airship and finally got some answers about Krikrot. Ulfgar revealed that he was cursed by a demon woman in the Nine Hells who, like Moonshine, had mushrooms in her hair and spore powers. You also found out that this mysterious demon woman was never killed and could have escaped Hell after Osmodius was defeated. Ulfgar jumped off the airship to stop himself from hurting everyone, but vowed to help you if you could ever cure him. And hopefully he's still alive. You guys just saw him. Can we can we actually rewind and talk about exactly precisely how like did he make his body into a cross and like backwards dive off? He just did a pencil dive. He did a pencil dive. <laughs> cool, okay, that's yeah. what I was hoping. And then he switched to a cannonball right at the very end. <laughs> Whoa, that's yeah, awesome. That's hard. You guys filled in Ol' Cobb about the demon mushroom woman that Ulfgar told you about, and he knew who she was. Maribel Sybin, a.k.a. She Who Has No Hospitality, a.k.a. The Only Woman Ol' Cobb Ever Loved. Y'all... You guys found out via flashback that Maribel was Jolene the Green's sister and Moonshine's aunt. After becoming jealous that Jolene was going to be named the next Mima of the Cricks, Maribel made a deal with the devil and attempted to take the Crick for herself. The Crick elves defeated her in battle, but she escaped back to hell at the last second where she's been... Until now. It would seem that, with the devil dead, she's finally free to return to the mortal plane and take back the crick. 
You said your goodbyes to the kind Leafs and Mama Togold as Red and Gunther flew them to safety. You then headed to the Crick and ran into a traveling wizard <laughs> who sold you oh, arcane oh, and let you pull from the deck of many things. Very dangerous. Fun guy. Everybody got some dangerous shit from the wizard. <laughs> yeah, I told y'all. They're always they're always hovering, circling the crick, looking for small-minded people like myself. They are very trusting. Impressionable <laughs> children. Uh, only Bev and Moonshine pulled, and they both got very lucky with the deck of many things. Moonshine got the star card and gets to add two points to any stats. And I think, Moonshine, you're still holding off. You're going to kind of wait and decide what you want to do. I, I won't believe make do- I have decided. Ooh. Okay. You don't have to reveal it if you don't want well, it's not really that exciting a reveal. I believe I'll be up in my dexterity. Oh my goodness. <gasps> Guys, oh. you heard it here first. Dex right. is going up by two points. Can Woo. we say that now when I do a split, I'm like even closer to a middle split? Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. You've like, been studying those uh, yeah. those videos from Shay. <laughs> Shay. <laughs> like my labia are, t- are gracing the floor oh, now. Oh, boy. It's just a... <laughs> God, what an image. Yeah, <laughs> you, got, you got the star card and immediately just slammed your leg down in a... Super impressive cheerleader split. It's Van Damme so hard. Uh, and Bev pulled the knight card, so he gets a level four fighter at his service. Uh, he's got a little halfling dude named Balnor, who's kind of a lame, weak, but well-meaning, gray-haired halfling man. The The crew wasn't too excited about him when they met Bev him. Bev gets to babysit. That's that's the card. That I'm ever so slightly concerned about what we took him from. He seems to have no memory, but it seems to have been important. Yeah, there's a chance he was on the wrong side of a war (laughs) yeah he did just appear from another fantasy realm uh out of nowhere you don't know if he's from the past in bohemia or what or the future he's bev scouts now yeah he's he's part of the scouts oh the scout becomes the master oh he's my first official green teen responsibility he is 67 (laughs) years old hell is a 67 year old green teen (laughs) can i change my nickname from up top sure i want to be beverly togold the fifth Balnor's boy. <laughs> uh, finally, at the end of the episode, as you guys approached the crick, you saw that the entire west side was covered in fog and abandoned, but the east side was still rife with activity. Ooh. So you guys are walking towards the crick, walking towards the populated area? Yeah. First things first, didn't y'all bring any bug repellent? Because we got flies ooh, here. Ooh, ooh. We got flies for every side. I pull out so much citronella. Oh, actually, uh, if you want to keep them away, they hate sweet. We're, we're a spicy folk. Oh, okay. So all our flies love that spice. So just like rub some sweet buns all over yourself <laughs> I and don't, they'll stay you, away. Are you sure about that? that we seems... have sweet buns? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good point. Citronelle will have to do. Okay. Balnor, Balnor uh, steps up and goes, you know, I never leave home without off. I've got some <laughs> off if anyone would oh, like it. Oh, that's deep woods. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. Well, actually, well, we don't need the ticks. You don't have to worry about because they're big enough. You can kick them away. <laughs> Do oh, they talk wow. too? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything here's got something to say. Hold on. You'll learn that real quick. I, I ruffle around in my hair to see if I can find one. Uh, oh yeah, there's one in there right there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, Butch. <laughs> well, that's rude. I flick it away. <laughs> Oh. I will defend you, sir. Balnor just furiously stomps uh, oh, the tick. okay. Well, thank you, Balnor. <laughs> I'm done, Batch. Okay. As much as I am excited to go see my people, I am slightly seduced by the mystery of what's happening on the west side. You know, I went to school there. I'm getting a real powerful stank uh, yeah, with I'm my, my paladin sense from over there. Yeah. Uh, you know... Mm, 
maybe we just go get a nice home cooked meal, and then maybe like after dinner we go for a walk and. The deep, dark, evil fog. Yeah, th- as, we as could ask what's going darker. on at the West Side too. <laughs> you yeah. have uh, you have some some elders that you respect their opinions, right? Well, actually, the youngins are more are wiser than the elders. Sometimes <laughs> are the youngins who I hear uh, shrieking maniacally on the east side of the. Wait, curve? those, those yeah. youngins that are all peeing on that one tree. <laughs> well, they're probably putting a fire out in oh, their yeah. defense. Yeah, you just see fire and <laughs> I. Yep, that is the fire. Oh department. yeah, there's, it looks there's... like that kid can't be older than nine. <laughs> Oh, I, I see how it works. Those, those youngins are, are starting the fire, and then right. those ones are putting it out with their urine. Wow. Yeah. Circle uh-huh. of life. It reminds yes. me of the dwarfenage, actually. <laughs> yeah, Hardwine, you are correct. That is the fire department. <laughs> Kids after my own heart. <laughs> Just a couple of pissing youngins. Let's go get some of that famous crick food, huh? Oh, Ooh. I hope there's a crab oil going on. Sweet. So you guys approach the crick, the east side of the crick, and to the surprise of probably everyone but Moonshine, it's actually quite beautiful. The city is lit up with hovering magic torches, and the stump houses are alight with a warm glow. Crick elves travel merrily from stump to stump using rope bridges, opening hatches and joining the people inside. You see a big bonfire with people singing and dancing while youngins chase nannerflies, these big lightning bugs with uh, hooked yellow glowing butts. They love them nanners. Keep them at your nanner bush. Uh, near near the bonfire is this giant ancient tree that Moonshine, you would know this as the Grandma Tree. And uh, in lieu of having taverns or other meeting places, the Crick Elves all gather here at the foot of the tree where there's always a fire going, a song playing, and Crick water flowing. Uh, if you didn't know any better, you would think nothing was wrong here, but some of the elves do have black scabs and uh, crick rot, and you do hear the occasional cough. You don't see anybody as bad as Ulfgar. That was a very advanced case. Uh, so Crick starts saying hi to you guys oh, as you I guys gotta walk in. I got to make a formal announcement of my arrival. I'm going to hop on a real tall stump. Okay. Got uh, the shouting stump? Yeah, I'm going to hop on the shouting stump. <laughs> oh, hey, Moonshine, I want to say something. <laughs> hey, Moonshine. Oh, no, back. I just whip out my fiddle, and I play the I'm back song. Oh. <laughs> She's back. <laughs> Everyone claps, and everyone's dancing Woo. around the fire. Uh, <laughs> You see one guy, uh, Petrie, of course. There's a lot of Petries down at the creek. Uh, Petrie! Not, not to be confused with Pieter, but we did uh, establish that there are lots of Petrie's down at the yeah. creek. Yeah, common uh, name, common name. So, Moonshine, you see at least like three Petrie's that you recognize. <laughs> Petrie one, Petrie two, Petrie three. Uh, one of them starts playing a banjo, and a few people are dancing. You see a little Crick Bullywug family about knee high. Ooh. Um, you see a couple of the Peepers who are like the Crick Bullywug kids. <laughs> are wrestling each other, but the parents look nervous. The, the parents look like worried about something. They keep kind of looking over their shoulder to the west, uh, where that fog was coming from. And you guys see youngins running around. Uh, one of them has a huge tree branch that is on fire and is swinging it at the other ones. <laughs> oh, sweet pea. <laughs> just swinging it at the other ones. Ah, you stop, you got me, you, you burn me. And they're just like kicking each other and fighting. <laughs> the oh. joys of children. Oh no. <laughs> Like just, I'm just putting everything I own into my pockets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little grubby young in hands are running up to you. Are you a crick elf? What are you? No, I'm. I'm. What are uh, you? I'm from Galateron. I'm a togold. My name's Petrie. Do you live in a stump? P- P- Pietri? Did I say that Petri. right? Petrie. Pietri. Uh, he punches you in the stomach. Oh. <laughs> Oh, sweet pea. Can oh. I have some of your leaves? Did you, did you bring leaves? Uh, I give him a, a copper. Oh, well, he wow. takes it. The ri- what? He owns the crick now. You know he's going to melt that and sell that for brown leaves. Uh, what? 
<laughs> I, I'm having trouble grasping the economy. You see the other youngins pounce on him and start beating the shit out of him, and you even see some adults trying to run and grab at that copper. Uh, you also see Cousin Cooter uh, steps out from the grandma tree. Oh, Cousin Cooter, how's he looking? Uh, Moonshine, you know that inside the grandma tree that it's hollowed out and that people can go inside, uh, but there usually isn't a curtain. And right now, there's a hanging pelt in the doorway, and you see Cooter exits, and you know he's got these black scabs all over him. He exits, and he wipes his brow like he's been doing some work. Whew. Okay. I put new Betsy down. I say, y'all, I got a couple of special folks to introduce you to. First off, proud of the Dwarfenage, hard one surefoot. I'm already huffing Crickwall. <laughs> Howdy. How's it going? Hey, everybody. He loves our culture. He drinks our creek water. <laughs> I'm twirling my wood block. <laughs> and then I've got a very brave old boy here. Make him feel very warm and welcome. Beverly Togold. Hello, everyone. I bow very deeply. <laughs> wow, he's so little. Look at him. Uh, uh, you yep. see the guy who's playing the banjo, also Petrie, uh, runs over and just starts uh, uh, pinching your cheeks. <laughs> but like real Aww. hard and aggressively. <laughs> now, oh, I know, hey. now, I know that it is not necessarily Crawfish Monday, but if y'all want to show these folks how crickets get down, maybe we all go wrestle up some craws and get a little craw daddy boy going. We already got you covered, Moonshine! Oh! And you see a bunch of guys come out with crawfish in, like, <laughs> buckets and stuff. I love crawfish. <laughs> uh, and they come out and they start they start cooking up uh, a jambalaya for, for y'all. That's gonna be a sweet boil. All right. Y'all feel welcome enough? I'm eating a raw crawfish right now before it goes into <laughs> I'm gonna go around. I'm gonna go around and make them just give them way too many names. That's Petrie. That's Salmonella. Oh, how you doing? <laughs> Hey, Lucy. <laughs> Lucy Ann. Hey, Ann bitch. Lucy. Hey, bitch. Tammany. Um. Yes, uh, eat up. Uh, eat up. And uh, can I look around and see if Meemaw's around? Um, you do not see Meemaw around. Petrie, where's Meemaw? <laughs> Which Petrie are you asking? The youngest one. The youngest one? <laughs> Meemaw? Meemaw lives in a big tree, and she runs around, she casts spells. I don't know where she is. You know what? This one's on me. I go to the oldest Petrie. <laughs> okay. Elder Petrie. Yes? Where's Meemaw? <laughs> oh, Meemaw. Meemaw ran off uh, one of them crick bullywugs, turned into a frog hemoth, freaking out and attacking people and such. On the west side? On the west side. Down mm. with the sunrise. Like some ain't right. Some ain't right on the west side. Ooh. Ain't that the way? Okay. So Mimo's out on the west side? Mimo's out on the west side just wrestling up some big uh, crick bullywug. Well, shit. I don't want to be left out of that fun. Should we go help her? Yeah, finish up your crawfish. Let's get out of here. Okay. Hey, can I take a little of this, uh, the, the crick water for the road? Uh, uh, you can take a whole bucket full. Yeah, we got it. We got it all over, man. We, we, we're we here at the creek. Done. You just <laughs> stick your flask in the water and you drink it. You don't even check and see if it's okay. <laughs> yeah, right. you get a minnow sometimes. Don't light a match near that. Uh, Pietri, do the do the crawfish talk to? It's Petri. Pietri. Petri. <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm saying. Do the crawfish talk? Yeah, just uh, not when they're boiling. Depends on how much crick water you've been huffing. Okay, mm. let's just uh, say that. That's a joke down at the crick. Uh, <laughs> Cobb, hey, you ever hear that one, Cobb? You know, I've made that one a few times. I think you stole that joke from me, Petrie. I bet he did. Uh, should we ask the bullywugs what's going on? They seem to be kind of concerned. Maybe they know a little mm, bit. Yeah, yeah, you get. Yeah, yeah, we can do. Before that. Before we depart the company of Pietri, uh, I do pull out a. Uh, 
a pamphlet about uh, the Green Teen Organization and see if they'd be interested in starting a Crick chapter. <laughs> <gasps> Petrie, it'd be a great idea. Yeah, it'd be great for a college resume. <laughs> Petrie grabs the pamphlet. Oh, you got some of that good paper. Well, yeah. <laughs> he throws it in the fire. Oh. <laughs> oh, that burns good. Look at that. Very nice. Hey, child, pee on this. <laughs> kids running. Don't tell them to pee in the dang bonfire. You see a bunch of kids start pissing and then, hey, get out. You get in the punishment bag. You get in the timeout bag. Petrie just starts grabbing youngins like by the nape of their neck and putting them in a bag. We love it. You see the kids are wriggling around. So sorry. We I didn't realize the there were bag. rules. We love the Stop having fun in the timeout bag. True. I had my first. First kiss in a timeout bag. Stop having fun in the timeout bag. With a bullywog? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why we put them in the timeout bag. They love the timeout timeout bag. bag. So I'm going to put you down as a maybe for green teens. Okay. Yeah, you give me some more of that good paper. I'll join your. I don't know what it is. (laughs) Maybe yeah. It does burn real pretty, don't it? It burns real pretty. It's laminated. (laughs) Yeah, the fumes made me feel funny. We like fumes here at the creek. Same. So should we go ask those bully We kick it around in the timeout bag. That bag does not seem to have any air holes in Petri! it. Petrie! Oh, oh, that's right. That's why they're kicking around. Hang on, let me make a couple air holes. Makes careful with that knife. There we go. Just, it just furiously stabbing you in the back. <laughs> All right, so let's go over to that boy walk family, and um, you know, we can just be. Yeah, I don't know why. For some reason, what has this world turned me into? For some reason, I was. Suspecting them and being cautious around oh, them, but I don't need people. to do that. Yeah, yeah. Now you can tell by their teeth; they're wretched exactly. and horrible. <laughs> yeah, which directly correlates to how nice they are. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> tiny little orange bullywugs, uh, making uh, grimaces, and you see their really ugly teeth. Mm. I shudder. <laughs> Pointing it all remind me of the bullywugs we know. <laughs> uh, hey, y'all. Oh hi. How how are you? Well, I, I, honestly, I think I'm doing better than you. You look like you spooked a ghost. Oh, well, uh, m- more like a frog hemoth spooked us. We uh, oh. we got like our little makeshift bullywug town down there out west. And a yeah. uh, couple of our... Uh, frog town. Frog town. Frog town, USA. Yeah. And it's the bully bog. That's the bu- what we call it. The, <laughs> the bully bog district. The bully bog. Very good. <laughs> and uh, we had a couple uh, creek bullywugs go into that fog uh, looking for some berries and flies and whatnot. Uh, mm. chasing some nanorflies, and uh, they came back, and they are giant monsters, so we came back, we asked uh, the Meemaw here if she would help out, and uh, she she went off, but we're, uh. we're real worried about our family, we're real worried about, uh, uh, y- you know, our, our, our home. They Whoa. came back as giant monsters? Yeah, they were big. Okay. Is there any cure? For I, I mean, I'm a frog, I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just Sorry. a little frog. <laughs> No, you're a you're, sweet hey, little guy, though, Oh, aren't thank you. you. Oh, uh, he, could you, uh, you know what? I'm starting to feel better. Do you want to wrestle? Great <laughs> uh, Bullywugs love to wrestle. You know I feel, You know, my uncle My uncle just turned into a frog hemoth. That's been happening a lot lately. Uh, but I will wrestle you. Uh, I think I might go wrestle your uncle first. <laughs> I think that would be a good idea. I want least, to at least take a rain I'll, check. You know what? I'll, it, I'll, it's very disrespectful not to wrestle. I, I'll thumb wrestle you. <laughs> He just tries oh, to tackle you. Be careful! You. They got oh. suction. Oh, uh, he, he rolled a two. He just uh, flops over. He just like tries to grab your thumb and flops over. <laughs> I have a very big thumb. I'm sorry. I'm very emotional right now. Our family is in deep, deep trouble. Absolutely understood. Can Let's... I respectfully give him a noogie? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, he'll love that. There you go. Uh, we love noogies. Uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> I twist his skin. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> 
Um, I'm so sorry for your loss. You know what? I say, I think we're going straight into battle. So I think I might just fungal form it up on the run over. Ooh. Great. I'm going to pound some of this creek water and get going. Put some of these crawfish on ice for daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Are you my dad? (laughs) You're goddamn right I am. Wow. I didn't realize I was a half elf. You know, that's crazy because actually most of us cricks don't know who our daddy is. Could be me. Whoa. Huh. I mean, probably not, but. <laughs> that little thing's going to be walking around all proud like he knows who his daddy is. That's actually a saying. Yep. Don't be walking around like you know who your daddy is. <laughs> <laughs> could be Balnor. <laughs> that's right. I could be somebody's dad. Balnor could be someone's dad. I don't remember anything that happened since Balnor. I came out. Oh, I forgot you were here. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> right. How do you do? I didn't announce Balnor. <laughs> hey, that's, hey, that's okay. I mean,. <laughs> You know, I'm new. I could understand how you'd forget me. I'm just a little guy. Baldur, do you want some crawfish? I do it real half-hearted. I step on the stump, and I'm like, uh, and this is a Bob Balnor or something like that. Everyone's okay. singing too loud to okay. notice him. <laughs> I did it. You see the youngins get out of the timeout Yay. bag and tackle him. Yay, Baldur. Ah. <laughs> how far away is the is the west side from, here, from us? Not far. Okay, cool. So you guys race to the southwest and you begin to hear the familiar sounds of the crick bullywugs that you guys heard in the moonstone swamp uh but these bullywugs sound very concerned i take notes of the inflection (laughs) yes these ones sound very panicked um you also hear the sounds of a terrible beast that sounds like the bullywug king and you see a bolt of lightning uh, crash from the sky uh, you head in the direction of the lightning until finally you see Meemaw, a.k.a. Jolene the Green, battling it out with this gigantic frog beast with crazy tentacles, bigger than any creature you've ever seen except for maybe the mithril dragon. Uh, Jolene's green cloak uh, bounces around her as she dodges a tentacle attack. Uh, you can see her red hair now has a streak of white in it, uh, but she's an elf, so she still looks uh, pretty young. Pretty uh, fit. Pretty fit. Yeah. And she's got um, Mama, who is her pawpaw, uh, a possum, who is out and about, like, getting involved. She's, like, <gasps> scrambling around. Scramble right. girl. That's a good possum. Oh, I, I plug I plug Pawpaw's ears. <laughs> He's not <laughs> insulted. Hey, you're all right, too, Pawpaw. <laughs> Pawpaw's very excited to see his mom. <laughs> oh, I shout, Mima! Your prodigal youngin' has returned! <laughs> see, in the middle of this fight with this giant frog, she turns... Uh, and sees you guys, she goes like, hey, uh, I could actually use your help because there are actually two frog hemoths and I would love if you could take one of them off my hands. Oh. Suddenly another one of these monsters bursts oh, out from oh, behind you guys. There are two of them. Real okay. quick, this is Hardwon, Surefoot, and Beverly Togel. Hello, That's ma'am. Mountain. How do you do, ma'am? Another bolt of lightning comes down from the sky <laughs> and strikes this frog hemoth. Oh, it's so nice to meet you. Wow, very impressive. <laughs> Big fan of your daughter. <laughs> oh, and it's, yeah, you hear um, uh, Mama Gump, the possum, is an awakened possum so she can speak. And she goes, Ah, my son, it is good to see you, my tiny scramble boy. And you see Papa runs over and starts wrestling with her. Ah, stop, we're in a fight. Hard one bends the knee. (laughs) Mama, it is an honor and a privilege. You have my axe. Uh, So roll initiative. You guys are in a fight with uh, Frog Hemoth. Twenty. Nineteen. Nine. Oh, you know what? Roll for Balnor. Oh, yeah. 
Roll for Balnor. Oh, shit. Once again, I forgot to introduce Balnor. He has a minus one to deck. Okay, so that's going to be a six for Balnor. You see Meemaw is kind of tangled up with this one frog hemoth that she's fighting, and this other one bursts out from this Crick Bullywug camp that you guys are in the middle of, and you see he's got these, these huge tentacles and this giant maw, and you see he shoots out his tongue, grabs like an entire tent, and swallows it. Oh, oh. boy. We um, are in danger of getting swallowed. And then he's he, eating tents like they're crawfish. And, and then he <laughs> roars at you. Roar! Oh. Um, go ahead, hard one. You're first. Um, hey, buddy, are you still some kid's uncle in there? <laughs> I got no hospitality! Okay, then I'm gonna swing my axe at you. <laughs> 16. 16 hits. He's a big frog. He ain't wearing armor. Thank goodness. 14. Cool. You slash right into him. Uh, you nick one of his tentacles. No! I'll keep on spinning. Uh, this one's for you, Mama. Nat 20, baby. Oh, hell yeah. Ah. Mama's going to be that impressed. That was good. <laughs> Very good, my champion. Hard one. <laughs> you have Mama. my axe. You have my heart. I'll follow you to the end of the earth. Your offspring is my hero. Mama blushes. She's in love with hard one. Is Mama wearing clothes? Papa's upset. Ram. <laughs> No, she just looks like she's like a bigger papa, essentially. Okay, she's 27. Gonna, 27 damage? Jeez. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I guess since I'm trying to impress Mama, I'm going to use my second wind here. Or my action yeah. surge, sorry. Mm. 17. 17. That hits. 412. And then I wink at Papa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, but I might miss. That's 15. Uh, that hits. All right. Yeah. 10. 10 damage. Dang. Yeah, you messed this big frog right up. He's still looking healthy. I, I mean, healthy for a monster round. who was turned uh, by uh, Crick Rod. Yeah, he's also got these, like, black scabs all over him and a giant just pile of ooze. Like, a full dead Crick Bullywug covered in ooze falls out of his mouth. Oh, God. I mm. almost lost my appetite, but still in I ate my nephew. Okay. You're a bad guy. Just one of my nephews. Which one? Oh, the bad one. <laughs> you're the bad one. Hey. Um, Moonshine, you're up. Moonshine. First off, bonus action, casting Flame Blade okay. on New Betsy. Cool. And you are a fungal entity? Yeah, symbiotic entity. And we have determined that you can cast spells while you're in symbiotic entity. Because yes. we read, we reread the Unearthed Arcana, and yes. it doesn't say anything about not being able to cast spells. We reached spells. out to other DMs. It seems the consensus is I can cast spells, and so I Moonshine like rules that consensus. So don't so. at us unless you want to say, good job, I agree. <laughs> don't mention any context. Just say, good job, I agree. Thank you. Um, okay, and then I am going to attack. Okay. We're talking about <clears throat> 23. That hits. Yeah. So now this is 3d6 flame damage. Dang. Plus you get poison damage? Is this flaming poison? Flaming poison damage. So that's 12 plus another d6 of poison damage. Jeez. You guys are good at fighting. 16. What? And then I'm going to hit him for 12 more with my spores. <laughs> We're gonna fuck this thing up. My around. frog monster, leave him alone. Yeah, oh wait, till, wait, till, wait till you let Balnor get that crack out of. 
I feel a little intimidated, but you know what? I'm just going to try my best. It's all I can do. Balnor, your fly's down. That's, that's what, oh, I'm sorry. And your shoes are untied, yeah. Balnor. Oh, hey, your let cape's me bend in down. You know what? Let me use my full action to do that to get these shoelaces tight. Uh, that's Cobb's turn. Cobb pushes Balnor out of the way. <laughs> I don't like that you guys have a new friend. <laughs> we don't. Uh, and he shoots at the frog, uh, and he hits him. Four. Six damage. You guys with all your special abilities are a lot better than old Cobb right now. <laughs> um, okay, old Cobb hits on his second attack. Oh, okay. He hits for 12 that time. And you know what? He's showing off too. He looks over at Meemaw. Uh, hey, Meemaw, uh, uh, watch this. That's the thing I say all the time. Uh, he, <laughs> oh, I'm going to throw you under the wagon. A hard one gives him a thumbs up. Okay, okay. Copyright. <laughs> I'll share with Cobb. <laughs> he does another seven damage uh, with his special ability wow. bonus Hang- action. Hanging out with us makes everyone less cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is Ben's turn. Okay, um, I'm going to hop on the uh, Impress Meemaw train, uh, and I'm going to cast. Uh, as a bonus action, Thunderous Smite. I think it works like your other smites. Like you attack, you can see if you hit, and then do the bonus action. Oh, uh, okay, cool. All right, so I'm going to attack. Mima sees you fumble that, but she's okay with it. She's very husband. Uh-oh. Oh, it's um, a bonus action, child. That's fine. You just use it after you attack. Oh, thanks. Uh, I'm still getting the hang of that. Uh, that's 13. Is that going to be enough? 13 does not hit. Ugh. All right, so I guess the lightning <laughs> strikes me Well, no, I, I think you don't, you don't have to use it. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, can I use it on my second attack? Yeah, go for it. Cool. Mama tells you that. Thanks, Mama. Go on, young oh. halfling. The Thank nice you. Thing is that Swing Balnor... your thunder blade. Oh, I feel so inspired. <laughs> Balnor is maybe feeling a little more confident now. Jesus. That's uh, 15. Does that 15 hit? 15 hits. Oh, okay. Whew. Okay. That's going to be 11. Uh, 11 damage. Okay. Yeah, cool. and then he's right hurt. 2d6 of thunder. Fuck, my, my frog is so hurt. And he, <laughs> rolled, he rolled a four. He rolled worse than Balnor. Oh, shit. If Balnor finishes him. <laughs> yeah, how close to death is he? He's not that close to death. Uh, okay. He's, he's you know. So I always like to reserve the, the uh, potential to save and interrogate, but I don't know. This this frog might be beyond helping. <laughs> he, yeah, he vomits another dead Crick Bullywug okay. in, in a pile of goo. Okay. <laughs> beyond the pale. Uh, let's see. I am tempted for all of us to get on get on him and hold his mouth so that he speaks out. <laughs> yeah. This was my uncle. Uh, he throws up another Crick Bullywug. Have his teeth improved through the transformation? <laughs> no, they're even worse. Oh, no. Wow. Uh, that's going to be nine extra damage, though. Nine extra damage. Yeah. Cool. You knock uh, one of his big teeth out. You want that kid? And it comically yeah. hits you in the head. <laughs> I've Whoa. kind of become a discerning collector. Uh, and it is Balnor's turn. Balnor turns to you, Beverly. Sir Beverly, I serve you. What would you have me do? Um, uh, I guess just yeah, kind of whack at that guy if you don't mind. I'll whack him. Uh, Balnor runs forward and he swings, <laughs> misses <laughs> with his one and only attack. You know what, Balnor? Why don't you just... I, I give him my backpack. Baldor has an action surge, though. <laughs> it, it, yeah. should, would you we, like me to use my action surge? Let's hold on to that. I think there might be more stuff uh, amiss yeah, today. Yeah, have him hold the backpack. Have him be like the mom while everyone goes on the roller coaster. Yeah, right? back to get your backpack. Does anyone have a jacket or something that they need held? <laughs> uh, he goes back to grab your backpack, and the frog, Hemoth, is going to shoot his tongue out at Baldor. Baldor! <laughs> oh, no. Oh. No, my backpack and also Balnor. Oh, okay. So Balnor's got to do a strength saving throw. Go ahead and roll for Balnor, Beverly. What's his strength? Uh, Uh Uh-oh. What did you get? (laughs) He actually has a plus four to strength. Uh, I'm doing some real Beverly rolls today. Uh, That's a six plus what? What was his strength? 
Uh, his strength is four. Okay, so that's four. ten total. Ten total. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, he gets a tongue wrapped around him and gets pulled within five feet of the frog, who makes a uh, bite attack as a bonus action immediately. Super gonna hit Balnor. Oh dear, I'm regretting ever being mean to Balnor. Y'all, if he gets, it's okay. He... I love you all. Oh my lord. <laughs> You barely got introduced. <laughs> ah, it's just the saliva's getting all over my backpack. I'm pretty sure that Balnor just tried to zip it up and <laughs> broke your zipper as he did it. Oh, that takes so long to get the zipper back on the track. Balnor you know? takes 25 damage <laughs> and is swallowed. Is he dead? <laughs> you don't know yet. Oh, shit. <laughs> he just, you see him in the mouth oh. as the sun goes back. I still have your backpack! Uh, and he throws you your backpack. <laughs> This is super small, but I did notice his breastplate was on backwards. <laughs> Sorry to be so petty. Yeah. No, it's all right. Uh, I guess we got to save him. I it's guess let's save. aim for the stomach. All right. So based on how this frog hemoth works, if it gets back to the frog hemoth's turn, Balnor is not going to live. <laughs> uh, okay. That is your turn, hard one. Uh, all right. Let's try to kill this frog hemoth then. Uh-oh. Uh, Balnor, we're coming for you. <laughs> The frog burps. I'm not going to hit that first one. Oh, no. <laughs> 13. Uh, you missed. Oh, God goes, oh, oh. I'm starting to feel kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling really anyone, guilty. We just, we sucked a man out of his out of his world and then uh, sent him to die. No, bards will sing the, the ballad of Balnor. It shall be triumphant. All right, so I got a 27. 27. That definitely hits. If you do 20 or more damage in a turn to him, he uh, might throw up Balnor. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, well, that's going to be 14 or 13 damage. 13 damage. Okay. Not quite enough. No. You see, he, I don't starts, have... he starts to re regurgitate Balnor, and Balnor uh, is starting to climb out. It hurts everywhere. There's acid in here. You're going to be all right, buddy. <laughs> how much did you take? How much did you damage him for? He gets sucked back uh, 14 down. 14 or okay. 13. It needs to be in a turn. Moonshine, it's your turn. Oh, it needs to be in a turn. He needs to either die. Can I jump in and try and throw Balnor <laughs> out? Yeah. Do you want to jump into uh, the frog hemoth's stomach? You want to jump into his belly? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to grab something from Beth's hand. <laughs> okay. What are you going to grab from Beth's hand? I know exactly what you have. What I you can't have? tell you. Okay. Wait, you're not going to tell me? I'm going to maybe... You know what? I'm just going to run and shove something in his mouth. Okay. I'm going to grab something from Bev and shove it in his mouth. Do you want me okay. to toss you the backpack? Yeah. Okay. You throw him the backpack. I grab what the vomit the berry and throw it in his mouth. Oh, my God. <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew it. Kaldo had that very mischievous Don't look. Don't goof God. Do goof a frog. You guys goof do have those vomit berries. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm going to say, yeah, that's a freaking Uku vomit berry. I'm going to have him roll at disadvantage a con saving throw to try to not barf. Not today, Valnor. Not today. Uh, he does not succeed. Uh, this, this frog does eat the berry and then barfs everywhere. And Balnor, Balnor falls out onto the ground covered in goop. Just so hurt. A bunch of other crick bullywugs in there. I... Yeah, there's, yeah, there's like little skeletons oh, of no. other bullywugs and stuff. And you see uh, Balnor is just in this pile of acid goop reaching out to Beverly. Son, help. Please help. Balnor. I, I'm so sick. I go to I go to Balnor and I hand him a towel. Okay. Uh, I also do my spores damage to the frog hemoth. Okay. That's 12. 
Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's for, right? That's what it's for. That's why we saved it. Uh, That is old Cobb. Old Cobb goes, now that he's out of here, I don't like him again. (laughs) Uh, Old Cobb hits for nine damage. This dude is right fucked up. Shoots again and misses. Misses on the second shot. Balnor distracted me. <laughs> Same. Uh, that is Bev's turn. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do a vanilla slice. Okay. Slice, vanilla slice, baby. Slice. That sounds good. There we go. Ooh. Uh, 15 plus eight. That's gonna hit. That hits. Alrighty. He didn't even get to use his tentacles. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Uh, that's going to be 10 damage. 10 damage, okay. He's very hurt. Uh, second attack? Yep. Mm, will I? Yeah, uh, I think you will. Yeah, you that's 15. Yeah, that that's going to hit. Thank God for this low AC frog daddy. Okay, oh yeah, that's uh, 14 damage. Damn, uh, finish him. Ooh. <laughs> Give the honor to Balnor. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I absolutely give Balnor my sword. All right, you rude piece of piece of crap. Uh, I'm sending you back to the fog where you came from. And he runs forward and he falls flat on his face. <laughs> okay. And Beverly, you need to kill him. Uh, I, Sorry, I, I'm still dizzy from all the stomach acid. Yeah. All right. Yeah, C plus effort, Balnor. Oh, my shoes came untied. <laughs> they already were uh, untied. I oh. grab my sword and I like kind of uh, dejectedly say, Strike wild, hard shine. <laughs> As you just low effort cut through him, he goes <laughs> like a giant mist of evil necromancy I, goes through him. I grab his uh, his cheeks in the last moment so I can understand his dying words. Oh, I wish I was a better uncle. <laughs> oh. Don't worry. So sad, but so true. We're gonna fix this. I promise. Yeah. So uh, the dust kind of settles. You see, Mima finishes off her frog hemoth, shoots him with a wall of fire. Flame goes all around him, and he he mm. dies. She walks over to you guys, and she gives uh, she gives you a big hug, Moonshine, and she runs over and she greets uh, Hard One and everybody. Oh, look at the, we got a tall creek elf here. How is so? You're a tall glass of water. How you doing? <laughs> Thank you. I'm doing very well. It's a pleasure oh, to look, meet we you. got a little creek elf over here. How are you? <laughs> very good, ma'am. How are you? I'm, I'm doing just fine. It's just, an honor to meet you. I'm doing just fine. Nothing could ruin my day. I got my favorite daughter here. Oh, stop. You're my favorite Meemaw. Uh, Meemaw, uh-huh. what has been going on? Well, uh, I mean, I know about the Crick Rot, which, by the way, you and I should have a little tea time talk about what's going on in the Crick Rot because I've got some intel. That's why I came back here to tell you a little more about the Crick Rot, but perhaps you already know. All I know is that... These people aren't getting better, and I've been able to stabilize a lot of them, make sure they don't get worse, but the, the grandma tree's just full of sick cricks who who can't dance or, or mm. play around or play the fiddle or oh, they can what? barely keep down their jambalaya. Oh, Frig, oh. that's a fucking travesty. Would, no one has finer cuisine than you crick elves. <laughs> I taught them how to eat the brown stuff out the stomachs oh, wh- of the yeah. It's the most delicious part. <laughs> Ma'am. That's my favorite part, too. <laughs> I've been saving all the brown stuff. <laughs> Where? You got some brown stuff? I'll eat some I brown put it stuff. In a, I put it in a Werther's wrapper and <laughs> toss it later. <laughs> she she grabs it and eats it. Oh, but, I have the wrapper. <laughs> but, Mima, what's been going on on the west side, though? This used to be Bully Bog, and now it's like... Yeah, we told... I mean... Now it's oh, Bully Fog. <laughs> I'm sorry to joke. I don't care, too. That was I'm really, sorry. really hey, good. You know what? That was, that, that was really funny. <laughs> nice. I thought that was good. <laughs> All right. Back um, in. And, and Mima goes, we've been slowly evacuating people out of the uh, 
out of the west side of the creek because this fog's been creeping and um you know the land here ain't been right the creek ain't been right the people mm -hmm. who are closest to the creek uh on the west side specifically were the ones who were getting sick so we just keep moving east and we don't know what's going on but uh huh. a few days ago milf went missing he went into milf? the fog and uh, milf milf and all his rattlers, what about all his rattlers? His rattlers are gone and, oh, my oh, Laura. Sweet we, we sent in a, a, a few rangers and a, a little rescue party, and uh, they ain't come back either. <gasps> Anybody who's gone into this fog ain't come back. Mima, I cannot speak for my compatriots, but I will absolutely enter the fog. I don't want you to die, Moonshine. <laughs> Mima, just tie a rope to me, and I'll go into the fog, and if you get scared, you can tug me back. I... You know what? That sounds like a pretty good idea to me. <laughs> no, pers no persuasion check needed. <laughs> hold on, hold on. She's not going into the fog by herself. Yeah, we're going to need three ropes. <laughs> you see, and uh, one super tiny rope for Papa. Absolutely. Mama, mama, mama speaks up. My children. You have a string? <laughs> we do not know the dangers that lie beyond the fog. She turns to Mima. Mother, I think it would be inadvisable for them to go into the fog with just a rope. Mm. And Mima goes, Mama, you are just yeah, so smart. True. You know what? I, You know, Ma, sometimes we got to do good creek, bad creek here. And Mama's yeah. right. Oh. Uh, you see, Papa is trying to be like a baby possum and like ride on his mom like he's a little baby. <laughs> Mama keeps going, stop. Stop that. Stop that, my little baby boy. I whisper to, to Moonshine. Should we tell them that we know about Maribel? Yeah, I think that's a good call. Okay. So, Mima, I, I don't want to bring up anything too sensitive, but, you know, we tough times call for tough skin. So, uh, that's what we say. <laughs> that's what we say. Tough times call for tough skin. Um, it, I believe that it could be the work of Maribel. I know that you never told me about Maribel, and perhaps that was, you know, we got, who's Maribel? You see, uh, she kind of looks at old cop. What did you say to her? <laughs> we know all about your crazy sister. <laughs> oh, well. We uh, saw her in a vision, and she's just as attractive as you are. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Melora. Uh, we better go back to my stump and talk this out. Okay. Uh, before we leave, so... DM question. Yeah. We're in like bully bog. Is yeah. that kind of like on the outskirts of the area where the fog is settled in? Yeah. So the cricks kind of all evacuated, but some of the crick bullywugs didn't listen and mm. stayed in their little area. Stubborn folk. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's hard to leave home. Yeah. Cricks are a little more nomadic than the bullywogs. They're very, very, they're homebodies. Bullywogs are family oriented. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Extremely. Uh, cool. Are we headed out? Yeah. You guys want to go to Mima Stump? Yeah. Yeah, cool. let's go to Mima Stump. I want to take a piercing look into the fog. <laughs> I got some. Brown... Do you want to look into the fog? I want to look into the fog. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll me just like a pure religion check. What because obviously, obviously, boy. your sense of evil is just like pinging like crazy. You know, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. put my I'm gonna put my mining goggles on and take a look into the fog too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How deep into the fog do you go? Uh, not too deep. Are you going in? Your mama goes. Don't get so close there. I'll stop right where she told me to, and then just lower the goggles. <laughs> you see, uh, Papa starts running towards the fog, and Mama bites, like bites him by the tail, and pulls him back. <laughs> oh, Papa! Wrestling him. <laughs> <laughs> Do not look into the fog, my son. Well, 
Good news, guys. I didn't. I rolled a three. Okay. So you just look into the... Yeah, dude. It's it's misty there, man. It's, yeah. I can see, Bev. It's super foggy. <laughs> I was going to say... Uh, I got a 12. A 12. Okay. The land here is pretty much poisoned. So you kind of sense evil everywhere. Like, definitely around here. And it's not super concentrated. You can't, like, track down where Maribel is, assuming that she's here. But you do feel just the further you look, the more, like, evil there is. Can I produce flame and then throw it? Because it can be within 30 feet of me. Sure. So I want to just produce it in the in the fog. Okay. See if it lights anything up. Mm. Uh, you produce flame in the fog. You see some glowing flame in the distance. No bodies dancing demonically in front of it. Yeah, you don't see them. And Mima goes, you know, we tried all these tricks. I tried throwing rocks in there. Uh, We took a couple of sticks. Okay. Yeah, we tried sticks. Two steps ahead of me. I dropped my stick. (laughs) (laughs) I said, yeah, Mama goes, I said that we did not have to try the sticks. We knew that wouldn't work. (laughs) Oh, Mama, you are. You know what? Never awaken your possum. That's what I said. You don't truly mean that, do you, mother? Oh, of course not, Mama. She picks up Mama. She starts scratching her. Mama goes, I keep going through the motions. I'm so excited to see Mama stump and see just all of these slogans embroidered (laughs) on various pillows. Yeah, like the live, laugh, love of uh, Crick uh, crick moms. All right, yeah. So you guys want to go back, back to the stump? Let's head back to the stump. So you feel, me and Ma, you feel, so the threat here has been neutralized for for the time being? Well, I think the threat around here ain't never been neutralized. Something ain't right. We all yeah. know that. Um, maybe we know what what specifically ain't right now, though. Yeah. All right. Um, but Let's scoot to the stump. Scoot to the stump. So Mima takes you back to her stump, a stump just like all the other ones. Mima's no frills. She does have grandma tree adjacent property though, Whoa. so that's mm. that's pretty good. It does get loud at night though. In room laundry? A good thing. No, oh, okay. no. The, uh, there are definitely clothes lines with clothes that <laughs> youngins steal those clothes too. That's uh, luckily people are nude very often. Anytime they do a ritual no one or anything owns like that. Clothes at the crib. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just yeah you you wake up. You, the lines are the there first, to borrow them. Yeah, you see, uh, Mima is all like dirty from having just fought this frog hemoth. She just like grabs a shirt off a clothesline and puts it on <laughs> over. We her just clothes. run into the clothesline and then come out the other side dressed. <laughs> I'm taking notes. Clothes stealing there. <laughs> I'm gonna grab a new pair of socks. <laughs> The crick elf who you stole uh, clothes off his clothesline pokes his head out of his stump and goes, You enjoy those socks now? <laughs> Thanks, little man. <laughs> My name's Petrie. <laughs> hey, you're all right, Petrie. Different Petrie. Have hey, a good you're night. all right, too, uh, dull-eared crick elf. Wow. Have a good night, Pietri. I'll add that to my list of names. <laughs> Hard one, the dull-eared. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, so you guys get back to Mima's stump. Uh, it feels a little bit like a hobbit hole when you go inside. It's just one Ooh. room, but it's very cozy. There's a fireplace and a little kitchen with a wood table and some chairs around it. It looks like she doesn't have a bed, uh, but she does have a little meditation area with some candles and like pads for her to sit on. Uh, Balnor, could you make us some tea? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, uh, you see he walks over and uh, he starts trying to mess with the burners. And do you want me to roll? Yeah, yeah. Do you Everything just a raw he does is check? just like a window into where he may have been ripped from. <laughs> Balnor, don't use any of the brown leaves. You That's cash. Him, you see him sweating so hard. 
got a five. You got a five on his intelligence check. He goes over and he turns the gas on way too high and uh, it really goes up. Mima goes, you know what? Let me, why don't I put some tea on? Down or... Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm good. You know what? I might go sit over in this little meditation area. It seems oh, good. Okay. Great. Okay. If you could just not touch the candles. Thank you. <laughs> so Mima sits down with all of you guys at this kitchen table. Uh, Balnor's kind of left out. He's just sitting over in the corner. Uh, so it's uh, you guys, Old Cobb, and Meemaw. And she goes, now what are you saying? What does this have to do with Maribel? We found out that the Crick Rot is demonic, necromantic. I don't know if there's a difference. I'm not a woman of learning. Um, and we encountered, you know the legendary heroes? I'm familiar. Well, Ulfgar... You met Ulfgar? It was awesome. Yeah. But also a little scary and sad. <laughs> yeah, he's got a pretty advanced crit rot. Oh, no. Yeah. And he sort of weaved a tale for us talking about how he went down to hell with the Alla and Alanis. And uh, in hell, they encountered some sort of mushroom demon woman. Sound familiar? You see Mima nods. I guess when they went to fight Osmodius, uh, she slipped out of hell. So he's slipping around. She's a wriggly little bitch. And I mean <laughs> that in a bad way. Oh, yeah. I know we use bitch as a term of endearment, but yeah. my sister is not a nice person. I didn't want to say it. I'm glad you did as Mima, a woman. So why didn't you ever tell me about her? I mean, I know that it was probably pretty painful, but uh, I'm surprised that you never, as a cautionary tale, told me about her. Well, youngin, you know... I'm not questioning your reason by any means. Obviously, you did a good job. I, 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 I would I would agree with that. She pinches your cheeks really hard. <laughs> just like really feeling out your face. See, it doesn't feel very good. <laughs> uh, well, uh, you know, we all kind of just decided that we weren't going to talk about she who has no hospitality uh, because we got a bad reputation and a lot of people think we're we're dumb or... Uh, that we're lesser than or something. And the last I thing see. we needed is uh, Maribel the Terrabelle being uh, the one who represents the Crick. So yeah. we try to just not spread that tale. I understand. No I understand. one injects more culture into Bohemia than you Crick elves. <laughs> <laughs> you see Mama and, uh, Mama and Mima look at each other, uh, and Mama goes, I think he is flirting with you, Mother. <laughs> and she, she kind of blushes. I think he's flirting with you, Mama. <laughs> Mama, mama blushes somehow. <laughs> You're both beautiful. <laughs> um, but I gotta say, uh, you know, taking all this time, slowly taking over the creek over a year, poisoning the land, that just, that's not the hothead sister I remember. I would think that she would just come out swinging and try to attack me with one of her weird tentacles or something. And, uh, you see old Cobb goes, yeah, well, maybe she uh, learned a little patience sitting in hell for 200 years. I was going to say the same thing, that I would assume that hell changes a person. Probably for the worse. Yeah, I mean, we met his mom, and she was a revenant, and it changed her a lot. Yeah. And that's making your, a deal with a god, not a demon. Your mama was in hell? She was, uh, I think, wandering the astral plane. She talked to a guy. Oh, that's different. That's not as bad as hell. I mean, cool. it sucks. It's not good. Well, I didn't really know her before, so she didn't change that much. Oh, how's she doing now? I don't know where she is. Oh, okay. Oh, it's I'm so on. sorry. Family's really important here. I'll Take be here. Take a big cup of crick water. <laughs> it's on our to-do list. 
Yeah. Well, uh, so if Maribel's behind this... Could be. Do you know where she might be? If I had to guess, it'd be in that there fog. Yeah, that, yeah. that tracks. Yeah. That fog is, uh, pretty evil. Get a real, <laughs> a real stink from it. It is not good. And I will tell you, the last time we fought Maribel, she is the greatest foe I've ever faced. She is stronger than anyone I've ever seen. And she fought us aggressively and stupidly. And she, she still almost won. And if now, if she's, if she's wised up and she's trying to turn our people against us and use her spores to turn people into zombies or whatever, then I I worry for what she's capable of now. I can't understand that if, if what she wanted was a crick, why would she destroy all the crick? Just so no one else could have it? I think that's a part of it. But I also think, you know, I, I think my sister was impulsive. And I think she was jealous. And the demon lady that she became ain't the girl that I knew. When you make a deal with the devil, you might be doing it impulsively but once you make that decision then you ain't right forever so i don't think there's anyone in her back now she's she signed her contract she's she's a demon i test the tea to see if it's too hot (laughs) (laughs) it's it's so hot balnor oh my my lord i will protect you blow on my tongue (laughs) he blows on your (laughs) uh not that close balnor no no not the tea blow on my tongue oh um Thank you. Thank you. All right, now blowing the tea. <laughs> he blows on the tea. He blows too much. It spills over a little bit. Does anyone oh. need their tea blown on? I'm good. Okay. I'll take a little bit. Okay. Balmore? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't drinking tea. <laughs> well, I, I don't know about y'all, but I feel like the only place to go is into this fog. Yeah. We're Seems that way. Up by your aunt. Y'all, I don't know if you can defeat her right now. Not without help, and I want to go with you, but I... Moonshine, you ever been out of spells? You know what that's like? <laughs> oh, I just did it for the first time, and it felt like... It, it is felt terrible. like four episodes am, of a podcast, I am, <laughs> if you don't know what I'm saying. Oh, I do not like <laughs> listening to podcasts. Podcasts, isn't that when you, you flick bean pods into the crick? <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's yep. that we call that fishing podcasting. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I went podcasting this morning, caught a few wrigglers. Um, I am casting spells all day. I am casting greater restoration on these people who are sick, and I, if if I leave, if I'm not here, then people are going to die. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, I, I but, mean, the three of us, are, are you suggesting that we need to enlist the help of some fellow cricks, or is there a nearby town we should go to? See, Meemaw turns to you, Moonshine, she says, I ain't talking about just crick elves or humans or your friends here. I'm talking about nature itself. Have I ever told you about the elemental chaos? No. Dang, you've been holding out a lot, Mima. Well, I didn't, I got like, I got like 600 kids, kid. 
I know. Ain't that the truth? I, <laughs> I know you, you were. What? You think those kids are bad, Ken? Yeah. Put in the timeout bag. You got a this girl right here. Six hundred yeah. kids. Though. Y'all are fertile as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> After a certain point, you know, timeout bag you associate it with kissing, so you just go in there to get kissed. Is it's that what fun. you're doing in there? Yeah, it's like all dark. You don't even know who you're kissing. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a long time since I've been in the timeout bag. Um, the books were right. It is the horniest place on earth. <laughs> That's what they That's, say about us? Yeah. We should sit you down and have you read us from the history books what they say about us. They say a lot of other more derogatory things, but that's kind of the highlight. Derogatory? That sounds complimentary. Mm, yeah. It is Very. not. It is not, my child, uh, says Mama. Mama. Um, and Mima goes, a long time ago, way back when, there were some powerful druids that tried to use their command of the elements to create their own world. They made four elemental titans to help build it. One for air, fire, water, and earth. Unfortunately, as these things go, uh, titans ended up being far too powerful and quite chaotic. The world they built was completely inhospitable and not fit for life. But Mm. if you visit it and prove yourself worthy to the titans, they just might grant you the power of the elements. (sighs) I think that might be the only way you're going to be able to beat Maribel by turning nature itself against her. You sure you don't want to do the rope thing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the rope thing is that, Mama, what do you think about the rope thing? I think it is a bad idea. I think the only way is the elemental chaos, as you say. Okay. Wise one. Maybe but we'll I forbid, do both. I forbid my son from going. And Papa goes, rawr, rawr, rawr. Uh, I thought she was talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I also don't... forbid you from going. <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak with animals. <laughs> I want to know what Papa's saying. Oh, I should be allowed to go. Why can't I go, Mama? <laughs> Papa, you you have to respect your mother. I don't need to. I'm a grown scramble boy. I'm a grown <laughs> scramble boy. I've been running around. I've been scrambling. I've been grabbing PA turp, Petries, getting people, saving people, running around, grabbing amulets. Mama, it is true. He is no longer a mere scramble boy. He's proven himself through countless battles. We would not be alive today without Sweet Papa. He's a scramble man. He's a scramble man. (laughs) Uh, You see Mama tears up. Perhaps I have not given you enough credits, Papa. (laughs) We will return him to you safely, my queen. (laughs) Please accept this Ritz Bits cracker. (laughs) She furiously nibbles it out of your hand. Like a, like a possum in the trash. <laughs> okay, that's enough. That's yeah, enough. Yeah, rare, 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 if you want her to eat rare, something, rare, put rare, it in the trash. Rare, rare, rare. <laughs> rare, 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 rare. <laughs> so is there like a door or something to yeah, this world? It's not quiet. It's a, it's a ritual. Uh, oh, a, a we are no stranger to rituals. <laughs> oh, Give yeah. us something, we'll pop it. I took mm. a pill in Bohemia. <laughs> <laughs> I took a pill in Bohemia. Show old cowboy was cool. Um, God, that's good. It's a, <laughs> it's a dangerous ritual. So first off, you have to consume a lot of crick water, which is, as we all know, best enjoyed responsibly. The hard one's already at it. Oh, boy, oh boy. <laughs> I did notice you were stumbling a little I'm bit. I'm extra responsible tonight. <laughs> uh, secondly, if you die while you're on this vision quest, uh, you don't come back. Your spirit just haunts the elemental plane. Now, I can make preparations to send you off tomorrow morning, but only if you're willing to accept the danger. This is a vision quest for you to get to speak to nature itself. 
in uh. a raw, chaotic world? I mean, yes, I'm in. My question is, you got any tips for how to endear a chaotic, natural energy? You got to dominate them, show them that you can command them. So we have to dominate and command all four? You have to beat them if you want their powers. You can just beat one and come back, but that would be, you know, kind of lame. I don't know. <laughs> if you oh, want cool. just, like, some water powers, that's fine. Oh, jeez. No. I guess. I don't know. When me and Old Cobb went back in the day, we, we beat all of them. Whoa. Old Cobb, you went there? Yeah, I went there. It was a long time ago. Do, do a cool elemental magic for us. Oh, you only get to use it once. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But it was awesome. Man, Old Cobb. <laughs> hey, I trust thanks. you. It was My gun was a water gun. Oh dang! Oh, but so it shot like magic arguably good, worse. Like, magic good water. All right, all right, all right. A super water. soaker. <laughs> Not a super soaker. I'd love to see you going to town with a super soaker. It's not. It ain't a super soaker. Damn it! <laughs> Sounds fun on a summer day. It's not fun. It wasn't fun. <laughs> Do that in a crocodile mouth. Enough teasing, slide. old cop. <laughs> yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> this has been a rough couple days for me. You You're want right to tease here. someone? Tease Balnor. <laughs> Yes, that's Beverly. I will. I will be teased for you. All right, go on. Mock my mustache. Uh, uh, never mind. He's a little too eager. <laughs> it's like it's like those goat men when they want yeah. to die. You don't want to do take it. all yeah. the fun out of it. Either way, I'm in. Yeah, absolutely. I'm in. Wait, hold on. Um, I grab the uh, speaking stone, which we still have, I believe. The speaking stone has like a certain range. You're okay. not going to be able to like. I was going to call my mom to see if it was okay if I did the ritual. <laughs> <laughs> we can send you. I got an animal messenger. You want to write out a message for her? You know what? I'll just send her a postcard. Okay. You can leave her a voicemail on the speaking stone. No, you know if what? She comes back in range. She'll hear it. Y- you know what? I'm a I'm a junior green knight now. I'm a Catalpa cadet, the first rank of the junior green knights, and I don't need my mom's permission anymore. We can do this. I took a pill in Bohemia. <laughs> Damn right. Now old Cobb does think you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're cool too. Valnor <laughs> puts his hand on your shoulder. <sighs> <laughs> wet. <laughs> Sorry, I was nervous. I have social anxiety. It's really, the, really uh, wet. The possums Downward. were talking, and they were. I, I was scared. I think I was scared of possums in my other life. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm like a little worried to. You know, when you trip and someone's kind of lame. I'm worried that Balnor is going to be the lame guy who has a bad trip. I think and we we're going to go on a, I think we should go on the trip without Balnor. <laughs> do we have any? Yeah. Do you have any errands that you need Balnor to run? <laughs> We can take care of Balnor here. Let's do it. Are, right. we going, are we going to go in the morning or are we going right now? I mean, are you guys at full health? With all we should your... rest up. Yeah, let's rest up. While you're out, uh, while you're on your vision quest, no time will be passing. Oh, great. Oh. Great. I love or, drugs. A, a lot less. A lot less time. <laughs> you might be out for like an hour, but be there for like two days. We'll be back in time for the crawfish boil. You'll be back in time for the crawfish oh, boil. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Well, Tuesday. there's a crawfish boil every night. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's get let's get into bed and get like crack of dawn tripping. Wait. Where do we sleep? Everyone, come on over to my <gasps> stuff. I'm talking about one big stuff. One big stuff. <laughs> one big stuff. One, one big, big stuff. One big stuff. <laughs> Hard cut to a very small stump. <laughs> <laughs> we aren't all gonna fit. <laughs> we aren't. We aren't. As you guys go, you uh, say goodnight to Mima and Mama. I bow. Old Cobb mm. goes. I think I might. Stay in my stump tonight if that's all right with everybody. You've been gone from home for a long time, Cobb. Yeah, yeah, we understand. That's right. Looks off pensively towards the fog. Oh, Melora. Maribel. <laughs> and then he uh, walks over to his stump. I don't know if Cobb should be alone tonight. Balnor. I don't think he should. <laughs> <laughs>
I, I, I'll keep an eye on him. Just don't go and just stare in his window all night. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. <laughs> Good man, Balnor. I'll, I'll go keep guard of, uh, of Old Cobb. <laughs> uh, Balnor uh, goes and walks, follows Old Cobb at You're a You're part of the team, Balnor. Valuable what, member. What's this weirdo doing behind me? Get out of here, Balnor. <laughs> Rest up, Cobb. He's going to bring you water at night if you need some. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Balnor and Old Cobb walk off. Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. Cool. Uh, Can we go in your stump? Yeah, welcome. Moonshine, what does your stump look like? Oh, I haven't even thought. This. So I think that Wait, you've it, been gone a long time, right? Yeah. You open it and there is there is another Crick elf in there. <laughs> <laughs> just sleeping on the ground. Just food wrappers everywhere. Okay, first off, I, I give him like a little kick and I'm like, first off, you know what I'm the most angry about? What's that? You didn't realize there was a Murphy bed sleeping on the floor, and then oh. I take a bed out from the wall. <laughs> oh, dang. I've been sleeping down here for six months. I, I didn't even notice. It and I went through me. all your cabinets. I know. It pains me to know that you were sleeping at my stump, and you weren't even getting a good night's sleep. How you guys doing? I'm Billy Joe. <laughs> hey there. Hard one. Hey, nice to meet you. All right. We all going to bed? I was, I was already sleeping, so... 
Yay, Good night, Moonshine. Uh, Billy Joe just goes, uh, crumples back on the ground and goes to sleep. Still not in the Murphy bed. <laughs> nice I take out. I take out. I think that my crick stump is like whenever you see like um, a documentary about tiny houses and they all have like lots of little <laughs> things that like oh, fold so out. So I think I like fold out a bathtub for anyone who wants it. I fold out the Murphy bed. I fold out like a little like uh, oven. <laughs> I just like fold a bunch of shit out. I fold out a toilet and I'm like, I don't know, sometimes passing strangers want to use this. <laughs> Very helpful. <laughs> it's full of acorns. This Craig Elf Billy Joe has just been like collecting acorns and putting them there. <laughs> hey, don't take don't take none of my acorns. <clears throat> They're all yours, Billy Joe. Oh, thank you. I take his acorns. <laughs> <laughs> He's snoring already. <laughs> Uh, so wait, yeah, we got one big bed. What's the? We're yeah. all in the Murphy bed. Yeah, let's curl one up. One big bed. Let's all right, curl perfect. Up. I call the middle. <laughs> yeah, just just be real quick. Does everyone feel good about going to this elemental plane? I don't want to make anyone do anything that they're not comfortable doing. Uh, my name's Elias Stormborn. <laughs> I'm ready for this chaos. Okay, okay. Oh, I should have introduced you that way. I'll tell the gods when we get there. Okay. Wait, are they gods? <laughs> Elementals. They're like titans. They're sort of gods. Titans. I'll tell the titans. Whoa. You I've all meditated before. I mean, I owe y'all my life. Okay. You've you've helped me rescue everyone I care about in Galateron. I'll I'll follow you to the ends of the earth. Okay. Oh wow. All and right. I just might have to. Yeah. <laughs> I'll snuggle <laughs> up. That's <laughs> so sweet. Papa gets gets up in the middle with all you guys. <laughs> okay. You guys all going to bed? Yeah. Going to bed. Cool. Go to bed. <laughs> we, I kind of just, just really want to get to the elemental plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <too>. Just <laughs> you play the uh, Final Fantasy uh, go to sleep dun, noise. Dun, 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 dun. Hard one sleepwalks over to Balnor. How <laughs> <laughs> much? Imagine if Balnor became the big bad evil guy, had him kill old Cobb in the God. night, oh and then run into, the, run into the fog. I do wake up in the middle of the night uh, to use the restroom. Sure. Um, I notice that there isn't a curtain uh, to <laughs> close off the toilet, so I just get back into bed and hold it. <laughs> hey, you see Billy Joe's in there anyway, looking for his acorns everywhere. <laughs> Making a lot of noise. Where did Hi. I put those? I thought I put them in there. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, good night. <laughs> good night. I'm up. <laughs> I only had to sleep for four hours. Oh, I don't like you oh, just wait, being I'm up trancing, in here. I'm trancing. I'm trancing. <laughs> he climbs up the ladder and goes out the top of the stump and leaves it open. There's a draft. <laughs> Some nanorflies fly in. Oh, it's beautiful. So you guys sleep through the night. Sun rises and it is the morning. I'm I'm running over. I want to do this out? ritual. I want to get to this elemental crawfish shit. breakfast to go. Oh, Ooh, crawfish crawfish breakfast sliders. We got eggs, bacon, and crawfish. <laughs> crawfish <Amazing. McMuffins. laughs> sucking the brown out. Yeah, you see, <laughs> putting a little crick water in my coffee, and we're out. Let's go. Ooh, oh, can I try some coffee? Yep. Yeah. Bev has never had coffee before. Oh, Whoa. you're gonna, he's gonna be hyped up. Hell yeah! <laughs> Heck yeah! This Sorry. Good. <laughs> It's another walk me down. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, um, yeah, you guys wake up and you do see that uh, this bonfire is still going. Uh, Craig elves are making breakfast and everything. Mama does come get you guys in the morning, uh, the possum. Uh, and she walks over to your little stump and says, follow me. We're going to a different fire for our ritual. Okay. The fire right. in our hearts and also 
a smaller fire for the ritual. <laughs> Love how literal you are. Yes, she winks at you. So Mama the Possum, this is very confusing, uh, leads you guys uh, deeper east into the woods, and you see that Meemaw has gathered a bunch of the old folks, these older Crick Elves. Um, Moonshine, you would know this as the old folks circle. They're yeah. sort of the elder Cricks. Um, and they're in a circle around a bundle of sticks. They all wear ceremonial branches in their hair like antlers, and everybody is totally nude. Old Cobb is there. He's also nude. Uh, oh, Balnor, Balnor, Cobb. Balnor is You don't there. look a day over 300. <laughs> hey, thanks. Yeah, uh, Old Cobb's pretty cut. Uh, he's definitely got a few scars. Do you have a V? Oh, yeah, he's got a V. Vicious Ooh. V. He's got a vicious V. Um, Balnor's there in boxer shorts. Uh, he's a little nervous. I like look to Moonshine and I'm like, do we? And I start gesturing towards my naked. clothes. <laughs> uh, you see, um, they've all got mud smeared on their face. Uh, they invite you guys to join them around this little bundle of sticks. And Mimo goes, you don't have to get nude. That's just something we do. Hard one's already naked. <laughs> already naked. Well. You can just go down to your boxers, son. <laughs> says. They said that was fine. <laughs> After you cried a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I guess I stripped down to my boxer. Okay. So am I not going? Am I not going? Balnor asks. Uh, we, we need you here. It's, yeah. it's not that we don't need you. It's not that we don't need there. you. It's that we need old Cobb a lot more. <laughs> right on, right on. It's you know what we had you we had you serve such an important job last night watching Cobb that you get the day off. You got to rest. He kept talking to me. He kept trying to have conversations about life and stuff, asking me what my deal was. What's my deal, Balnor? Get get Balnor get. Balnor, Balnor, don't leave. Don't leave. Not like that. Cobb, you can be swallowed by a bullywog at any time. I smell a bromance. So Meemaw goes. Uh, Balnor can stay here and watch you guys and make sure you're uh, you're all good. Although ultimately, it's your choice whether you leave the elemental plane or not. That's that's on you, not us. We can't wake you up from here. Balnor, just don't let me get any mosquito bites while I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will. I will defeat every mosquito that comes near you. All Keep right. us slathered in deet. He pulls a sword out and <laughs> swings dangerously close to you as a bug comes near you. <laughs> Swat him with your hand, Balnor. <laughs> oh, no, Balnor. Right. Yes, you're, sir. You're gripping that sword by the sword side. Oh, ow. Yes, that hurts my hands. Um, so you see, uh, Meemaw takes out a little cauldron and puts it on the bundle of sticks. She pours water from a skin into it, then lights the branches on fire underneath it. You see the water begins to bubble. She then takes a speck of dirt, places it in the water, and there's a little sizzle and smoke. She pulls the cauldron off the fire, blows the smoke away with a big gust of air. Wink, 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 wink. She then walks over to you guys with the cauldron and says, Are you ready to face the elementals, to battle nature itself? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. If you drink this, you'll enter a trance. And you'll find yourself in the elemental chaos. If you ever want to break your trance, you can, but you won't be able to go back and help your friends. Once you come out, you're out. What's your safe word? <laughs> our safe word? Yeah, what are you like, saying to get out? With our... Oh, okay. You have to determine that now. Oh. Uh, mine will be the name of my axe, Gemma. All right. Mine's also going to be Gemma. <laughs> okay. 
Jamma's the safe word. Mine's Jamma with a J. Okay, Jamma with a J. You have to yell Jamma with a J. <laughs> you got that cup. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> all right then, y'all, let's get started. Uh, you see Mima begins directing traffic. She gets all the old folks to stand in two lines. They all pull the branches from their hair and hold them out to make a little human tunnel. Mima walks through, holding the cauldron while they all chant in the druidic language. You feel the wind begin to pick up and it begins raining. There are tremors in the earth as you feel it shake. The small fire that was heating the cauldron before suddenly bursts into a roaring flame. Mima reaches the end of the Crick Elf Tunnel and motions for you guys to pass through. And as you reach her, she offers up the cauldron and goes, All right, y'all, take a sip. We'll watch your bodies. Sip or a huff? Take a sip. Okay. I take out a wooden straw and I start sipping. (laughs) Moonshine goes down instantly. (laughs) Hard one looks at that. He's like, hell yeah. (laughs) Scoops some with his hand and drinks. (laughs) You you pass out. Yeah, I pull out my little uh, cup that's attached to my backpack. I take a sip, drink some, pass out. Old Cobb takes some, passes out. So you guys... Oh, and Papa was licking the dribbles from my chin. Okay, got it. <laughs> Papa also goes out. You see that happen right after Moonshine. He flopped real far. Mama had to catch him. My son, my little scramble man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys fall asleep, and then you awaken in a field of grass during a terrible storm. The wind whips around you. There's thunder, lightning. You see tornadoes ripping up the rocky side of a mountain. It looks like Armageddon. Uh, This is a place where the elements run wild. Above you, the sky is full of lightning. Uh, To the west, there's a fearsome sea with giant waves crashing. To the east, you see a volcano explode and lava uh, filling the air. And the whole eastern side uh, over by that volcano is covered in ash. And to the north, you see mountains uh, with a valley, like a path in between. That seems nice. Uh, well, this looks completely different than the last time I was here. Man, they fucked this place up. Who's they? Uh, the fucking ele- the Titans, man. Did you listen to the story? <laughs> I don't know who else lives here. Uh, nobody else lives here. It's just the uh, the weather. Oh, jeez. I feel strangely at home here. Yeah. I pull out an Light, umbrella. Lightning comes out right now. <laughs> <laughs> Beverly, I'm assuming you have a really expensive umbrella. Oh, yeah. Oh, it turns inside out instantly. Oh, no! <laughs> that was for golf. Oh, oh, you got a fancy uh, rain stopper. You got to put that away, kid. Does it pull me with it? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. So we got to establish dominance. Y'all want to start with air, water, <laughs> or a volcano? Hmm. Should we flip a coin? Or earth. Uh, you know me. I'm a man of the mountain. Let's start. Okay, let's start with Earth. Oh, that's true. All right. Yeah. Dope. So you guys are starting to walk towards the mountains? <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Yep, cool. So you guys start walking towards the mountains, and this is, this is like the worst storm you guys have ever fucking been in. Like, Bev, you as like a small creature are, you know, probably having to hang on to hard one a little bit to not get blown away, and you guys are walking at almost like half speed just to get through all the wind. I pull out my backup umbrella. <laughs> that one also. Oh, jeez, oh, sweet pea. <laughs> if you have a third umbrella, leave it in your pack. <laughs> he does. I'm putting it back yeah. in. <laughs> it was How already, it was already half, half out. <clears throat> so you guys, so occasionally there are tremors, like earthquakes, uh, as you guys are walking. And the tremors get more and more 
powerful as you get closer to these mountains and you see rocks and boulders falling from the mountain onto the path below and once you approach and get close enough to the mountains where you're about to like walk uh, the path of the valley you see about 300 feet ahead of you a rock structure that looks like some kind of crude temple and you see that the tremors and earthquakes are emanating from there you hear loud booms and you see sonic energy like leaving the temple and exploding out into the valley I say we march towards this temple. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Light a torch. You guys start to go in. Earthquakes start getting worse. Everybody roll initiative. Oh. Okay. So you got everybody remember their speed because this is a like running encounter trying to get as far as you can. Really? Yeah. 21. Okay. I got a 23. I got a 10. So the way this encounter is going to work, you guys have to run 300 feet to get into this temple and get away from these like falling rocks and tremors and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are going to be layer actions on 20, 15, 10, and 5, and I'm going to roll a d4 to see what happens. Or I'll let you guys roll a d4 in front of the table just for fun, and I'll tell you that on a 4, nothing happens. So but it, someone like, stays with a safe. higher speed is going to be safer? Yeah. Okay. Because you're running, you're trying to run as fast as you can. You've got 300 feet to cover. You can take a full dash action, but if you get hit by a rock or something, you might get knocked prone. We'll see what happens. I'm going to go ahead before we uh, enter properly. Already in. You're already in. Go ahead, Moonshine. You're first. Do it later. Um, I'm going to use a third level uh, long strider on U2 and (gasps) Olkab. Woo woo. Okay. What is, how much speed does that give them? Uh, Target speed increases by 10 feet for an hour. Okay, so most of these guys have 20. You guys have 20, I have 30. 30? Okay, Old Cobb has 30 as well. So I they have 25. Have 40. 40. Okay, so you have 35, and Moonshine has 35. Yeah, 35, right? yeah. Okay. So I think I think the way I cast Longstrider is just by a little um, encouraging pat on the butt. Okay. <laughs> Great. You, you pat everyone on the butt, and then are you starting to run? Yeah, and then I start to okay, run. Okay, so you took a spell action, so you can't take a full dash action. Uh-huh. You can just get your 35 feet. Okay. So write down that you got 35 feet. Okay. So that is hard one's turn. You got a 21. Uh, quads don't fail me now. <laughs> uh, what do you, well, you want to do? Do you want to oh, just I'm do gonna, full yeah. dash? Yeah, full dash. 80 feet? Cool. So you get to go 80 feet. Since I don't know that uh, Moonshine cast anything, I just think that I'm <laughs> that whispering quads don't fail me now. We works. are fast. <laughs> I'm the man. <laughs> uh, somebody roll me a D4 to see what happens as you guys run into this valley. Got four. Four. Nothing, Nothing happens. happens. There's still hey. there's, there's trembles and everything, but there's just little little friggin' pebbles are falling down. This ain't nothing, y'all. Just little pebble pots. Little pebble pots. Uh, that <laughs> is. I thought you were titans. <laughs> that is actually another layer action. Ooh. Um, because one at one happens on fifteen. Roll another d4. Four again. Hey. Four again. Nothing happens. Yeah. Melora guides us. Melora does guide you. Okay, Cobb goes. Uh, Cobb runs 80 feet. Damn. Uh, that is... Ponytail just whipping in the wind. Bev, you go You go first, and then a lair action right after. All right. Uh, I guess I'll just dash as well. Beverly runs 70 feet ahead. Uh, <laughs> Moonshine, roll again. One. One. Okay. The earth cracks in the middle. I need everyone to do a DC 15 dex saving throw to stay standing. Whoa. Who's near me? Old Cobb, Hard One, and Beverly are way ahead okay. of uh, Moonshine. Because Aura of Protection will apply to them. Great. Okay. Oh, what's Aura of Protection? Whenever you or a friendly creature within 10 feet must make a saving throw, the creature gains a bonus to the saving throw equal to your charisma modifier. So that's plus four. Sweet. Dang, yeah. that's Okay. Cute. So it's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not advantage. It's just a plus four. Yeah. Okay, cool. 
I uh, I fucking beat it. You said it was 15, right? Oh. I got a 17. Okay. You got a 17. You're good. I got a 10. You got a 10. You and Old Cobb fall down. Uh-oh. As the earth shakes, Beverly and Old Cobb fall over. Oh, we just fall over. You just fall over. You're knocked prone. But then okay. you need to use an action to stand up. Ah. Yeah, you'll need to use half your movement to stand up. How are my shins looking? Did I skin them? <laughs> you cer- you certainly skinned your shins. <laughs> Dang. Um, the sticks. So that's another, uh, roll another D4. Another one. one. You see the fissure in the middle of the valley gets a little bit bigger. Uh, Moonshine and Hard One, uh, DC 15 dex saving throw to stay up. Hard One, you get the extra four because you're near Bev. I got it. It's not going to help. I'm down. Moonshine stays up. Hard One, you fall over. Uh, (laughs) Cobb and Bev are just rolling around (laughs) on the ground. We're like two potatoes in a pot. (laughs) Two earthquakes. Fissure's getting... Find your balance. It's in your core. (laughs) My core is so small. That's uh, good. That is back around to Moonshine. Ah, full dash action. Full dash action. So that's 70 for you? Yeah. Okay. So you're at like around 100? Yeah. Cool. Dope. That's hard one's turn. I got to get back up and then keep running. Cool. So you get up. That's half your speed. You run another 40 feet. Uh, keep Write that down. And I will roll a D4 for the next layer action. And I got a four. So nothing happens. On that one. <laughs> Love those fours. Uh, but now the one for 15 Shout goes. out to the four horse. <laughs> <laughs> so offensive. Uh, another D4. Okay, this one is a two. Rocks start falling from up above you guys. I need a DC 10 dex saving throw to avoid it. Uh, you're at disadvantage if you're prone. Oh, I'm not prone anymore. You're not prone, no. What it. happens if I crit on that? No. Oh, you can't crit on a death saving throw or a saving throw. Forget it. Edit uh, that out. <laughs> I got 13 plus four. Uh, so with disadvantage? Yes. Okay, sweet. And what does Old Cobb get with the... He gets plus four yep, next just, to you? Sweet. Uh, Charisma modifier, yep. Awesome. He beats the 10 uh, because of the plus four, even with disadvantage. So you and Old Cobb Ooh. are laying there. This rock comes down, and you guys just roll oh, out of the way we're like, as the rock lands right between you. We're just like two big sloppy pieces of spaghetti. <laughs> uh, that is Old Cobb's turn. Old Cobb uh, gets up and runs another 40 feet. Uh, that is Bev's turn. Okay, um, I'm going to try and do that thing where you're on your back and you kind of roll up and then you hop up onto your feet. Sure. <laughs> Dope. Cool. <laughs> um, and then I'll, I'll just do a dash from Great. there. <laughs> so it, you can't do a full dash. You can just do your speed. So 35. Okay. Because it's like half your movement to stand up. Yeah, yeah. So I do 35 more, which puts me at 105, I guess. Cool. That is two layer actions in a row. Oh, are you rolling them? Yes, I'll roll them. Uh, one. Ooh, that's the bad one. Earthquake again. The fissure grows even bigger. I need everybody to do deck saving Where are throws. You? What, what foot are you at? I'm so at uh, 105. Oh, I get your war of courage. Hey, hey. Oh, sweet. And I'm not reading that wrong. I get that every time, too. Yeah. I just get of like. Course. Nice. Yeah, you're just, you're just a good at stuff now. Dude. Ooh, 19 plus 4. Sweet. I got 15 plus 4. 19. 19. You're I got good. a nat 20. Nothing nat- matters. It's kind of cool. It's you, just cool that it happens. You time it out so you jump when the tremors start, and well, you, just, you barely even feel it, dude. Can he just be not prone anymore? I wasn't prone. I uh, used my... Yeah. yeah. With this third major earthquake, the fissure is now big enough that if you fail like another deck saving throw in a big way, you might fall down. Hmm. What's down there? You see... We don't want You know. see nothing. Just abyss. Uh, that <laughs> is... Uh, okay, that's one more layer action. And that's a three. That's boulders 
roll from ahead of you guys. It's a DC 14 deck saving throw. It would have been easier at the beginning because you guys had more room in I the valley to move. I got 20. Can I push someone out of the way? Ooh. <laughs> sure, yeah, you can grab somebody. If anyone Pick your fail. best friend to grab. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> if anyone fails, I'll grab. What was the, what did it have to be? 14 total. Oh, all right, uh, good. You're grabbing what, what if I got a 14? Then you're safe. Great. You're good. I got a, I got a four plus four, so I got an eight. Okay. I scoop. You I scoop. get scooped. Because okay. we're at scoop. 105 together. All right, with a, with a nat 20, I'll say that you can scoop Bev at the last second. Old Cobb also saves. Uh, so you guys all jump to the left, avoid this fissure while this boulder rolls by you guys. That is back up to Moonshine. Full dash. Full dash. Are you uh, still holding me? I'm going to say you're going to need to put down Beverly to dash because okay. you're not like a big, bulky, hard one. I understand. <laughs> okay, 175. 175. You're getting close. That is hard one's turn. Full dash. That puts me at 200. 200. Ooh. Hard one gets you made me get fast. Very far. Ready in case someone <laughs> oh, falls. shit. That's really smart. Yeah, yeah you'll need him. to use an action and not do a full dash if somebody wants to do a rope or something. Okay, that is a lair action. That is a three. Another boulder rolls from ahead. Everybody give me a deck saving throw. Need a 14. Is anyone near me? No. Yes, just old Cobb. Just old Cobb. Okay, just old, me and you, old Cobb. Finally. Old Cobb passes. I got another nat 20. Holy shit. Dope. Scoop old Cobb, even if, though he passed. You can pull hard one back if he fails. Did I, No, I passed. I got a 16. Great. I got a 19. 19. Everybody moves to the side as this boulder uh, rolls past can you Can Emily guys. save that scoop as a scoop reaction? <laughs> uh, can Mo I scoop a, a really friendly looking rock? Moonshine, <laughs> you do another uh, split, but over the fissure. <laughs> oh, oh, dope. That's oh, extra man, deep. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that is Old Cobb's turn. Old Cobb, full dash, uh, runs ahead. He's at 200. That is what do we have to get to? Uh, 300. 300. That, is, that is Bev's turn. All right, cool. Um, yeah, full dash. Full dash, go for it. That's uh, 70 for you, I think. Uh, yeah, that's 70. So I'm at 175. Cool. Uh, Bev runs to 175. Uh, that is two lair actions in a row. Let's see what happens in this mountain. <sighs> One, oh, dear uh, another earthquake. Guys, give me DC 15 dex saving throw to stay standing. 16. Wait, 16. what are you at right now, Bev? Oh, so I get, if I can get the four. I'm at 175. Is anyone oh, me near too. me? Oh, great. 12 plus 16. 16, okay. Seven. Seven. Uh-oh. You fall prone. The earthquake shakes you over to the fissure and you are hanging on over <laughs> the fissure right now. Uh, if another I earthquake happens, that would be very bad. Okay. Um, that is another lair action. Hope it's not an earthquake. It is not an earthquake. It is a boulder. So another boulder rolls from ahead. Everybody give me a deck save. Bev, you don't need to worry because you're hanging off into the abyss. Is this a normal boulder or does it have like a face on it? Um, it's just a normal boulder. What's the save we need? Uh, deck save now with, what did we say? There were four earthquakes. That is a t 17. So it's definitely not a Goron. Um, I, got, I got a nat one. <laughs> oh, you got a nat one. Do we yeah. still? Do I still add Bev's uh, modifier thing? Uh, uh, no. Yeah, you're not close enough. I am near him. Okay. And my nat one does become with Bev's help and my dex, it does become a uh, eight. Okay. But it's a nat one. So it is. Moonshine, you are. Oh wait, so it would hit hard one first. I so failed. Yeah, it hit. You me. failed. You failed. Okay, so hard one, it hits you first. You take. You take 13 damage. How much did you fail by? I got a 14. 14. You do not fall into the fissure, um, but it it bashes into your shoulder. It's not as bad as you think. Um, and Moonshine. <laughs> it's pleasant you, warmth rising from the bottom. Moonshine, you take. Tickles my toes. 
16 damage from the boulder, and it knocks you into the fissure okay. uh, as you grab on over the edge. Okay. It also hits Cobb for 9, 16 damage, um, but he does not. He, same thing kind of happens to hard one. He just gets hit with it. Um, that is back up to Moonshine. Moonshine, you could do like a strength check to pull yourself up. Hear that? Ooh. 17. 17. You pull yourself right back up. Um, if you had rolled like poorly, it would have you would have like really struggled and not been able to run. You basically like get up from being prone and you can now run half your or, or you can run your full speed. Moonshine remembers our presidential yeah. fitness exam. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I can run 70 because it's double. No, just just my half. Just okay. half. Okay, you basically so pulled yourself up from prone. You could also maybe help me out. You could also help Bev. <laughs> oh, I can use my action to do that? Yeah, yeah. I want to try and help Bev. Okay, cool. Uh, go ahead. I'll allow that just as an action. Uh, okay. You pull Bev out from the fissure. Ah, two scoops of raisins. That is Hard One's <laughs> turn. All right, Hard One gives you guys the, uh, actually the awkward peace sign. <laughs> and then I'll just... take, I'll continue with my full I don't know why that finger's bash. crooked. Cool. I'm, cl- I'm close, guys. <laughs> where, do, where do you at? 280. Close. Okay, that is layer action. Two layer actions. Layer. Cobb goes. That is a four. Nothing happens. Oh, You're good. One more. Two fours. That is a two. That is rocks falling down from above you. Uh, you guys need a DC 10 deck save to avoid having a rock fall on you. Come on. Give me that DC no talk. I'm with my boy Bev, so I pass. Okay. What'd you Cop say? DC passes. 10? DC 10. Hell yeah, passed. You know, Don't. I'm scooping you up, but you're also saving me with your aura of courage. <laughs> hey, who so, scooped who? This is like doubles tennis. <laughs> <laughs> That's what friends scoop each other. <laughs> Mixed doubles. Uh, so you guys. Friendship is ice cream, and you gotta scoop your friend when you can. <laughs> That's on one of the What's pillows. What's a Sunday without more than one scoop? <laughs> that is around to Cobb's turn. Cobb. Full dash, uh, Cobb is at 280 yeah. as well. There's a full Look at that spry thing go. That is, yeah. Hey, Cobb! Running so fast. <laughs> yeah, you saw me naked before, right? I was cut. You still got it. <laughs> I'm cut. I'm a yeah, cardio he's got bunny. Yeah, that runner soccer body. <laughs> quit, pay, quit praying for my grandpa. <laughs> uh, that is Bev's turn. All right. Um, I try to keep up with old Cobb. Cool. Uh, go ahead, and you can do full dash action if full you like. Full dashies. Uh, that's going to be 70 more, so that puts me at 245. Is that right? 245. Sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so Bev's at 245. These guys are at 280. Moonshine's back, right? 175. 175, okay. Let's oh, do- you're the one that made us fast. <laughs> Two layer actions. I ain't afraid. One. Uh, the fissure gets even bigger. Go ahead and give me deck saves, guys. I do not pass. Uh, 17. Uh, how, how much do you fail by? Uh, so DC's up to 21 now because there's been so many earthquakes. I fail. I, I have 13. So you're okay. You just I got uh, 13. 13. Okay. So I'm, I'm down. You, you fall over, but you do not fall in the fissure. I do. Um, Olkab also falls over, uh, but does not fall in the fissure. Did a whoopsie. Uh, that is lair action. That's a four. Nothing happens on that one. That is back up to Moonshine. Moonshine, right. you've got, running, you're prone. Running. Oh, get up. And then I guess I'm only running 35. Okay. You run 35 feet. Get up. Get up. Takes me up to 210. That I'm it. also going to, can I also uh, just tie a rope around my waist? I will allow that. Okay. Yeah. That is hard one's turn. So I was knocked prone, I think. Was I? I feel yeah. I got a 17. Yep. Uh, so I guess I get up and I can use half, but I, I get there. Cool. You get into the temple. Do you, are you running back? Are you just leaving your dudes behind? What are you doing? So I want to run, get up to the temple and okay. then uh, 
toss Moonshine a grappling hook. Okay, go ahead and give me an athletics check. Oh yeah, 90 feet. Oh shit! I had an eight to athletics? 17. <laughs> 17. Okay. I've been getting fucking good. <laughs> um, Moonsh- Moonshine, the um, the grappling hook uh, claws into the wall of the mountain like 10 feet in front of you. Dope. Okay. That is... And you're like up on the temple steps right now. Yeah. Great. That is... A boulder goes uh, rolls from a head. Um, go ahead and give me dex saves, guys. Any faces on this one? Uh, no faces. Dang. But you do see it was graffitied. <laughs> Uh, 18 is actually not going to do it. There's been so many earthquakes that you guys are on just a little sliver of land. Uh, I got 16. Old Cobb's going to get hit with this too. 16 does not do it. Everybody gets 13. 13. Okay. Everybody gets hit for. We'll just roll once for this. 19 damage. Oh. Uh, so the boulder oh. barrels through you guys. It is a boulder. It is indeed it is a-, a boulder. Yep. That's Old Cobb's turn. Old Cobb is going to rush up on the steps with Hard One there, and he also grabs the rope that hard one has and he's going to prepare to like help you pull them if uh moonshine wants to grab onto the rope uh that is bev's turn so where's the rope i'm i'm past the rope aren't i you're pat where where are you at moonshine i'm at 210 you're at 210 where are you bev i'm at 245 okay uh the rope is at two is at like 220 10 feet in front of moonshine if hard one is on the stairs yeah you can grab the rope i can it's yeah it's a rope it's like, you, like yeah you can absolutely like you can absolutely grab the rope like that yeah let me <laughs> grab the rope and start shimmying okay you grab the rope you're gonna be slower shimmying but uh-huh. you're not gonna like fall into the fissure all right, execute shimmy maneuver. Okay, so you jump on, on to the rope. Yeah. Us green teens are champion shimmiers. <laughs> Bev. Okay, I think you just move, I think you just do half your movement. So if you do like almost like a full dash action, but on the rope, you just move 35 feet. Cool. Cool. So you Does are shimmying across on a rope. I'm at 280 now. 280. Nice. Perfect. That is. I'm coming for you. I'm is shimmying. Two lair actions. Four, thank goodness. And three, another boulder rolls down. Everybody give me a deck saving throw. It's it's kind of like almost impossible to pass at this point. Yeah. Wait, do I need to do it? Um, You don't need to do it. You're yeah. good. Because you're I not. I'm shimmy rope. zone. 23. Did that pass it? 23 passes, yeah. yes. Nice. I got a 19. You got a 19. Okay, so you just get hit with it and you take the damage. Um, Old Cobb rolled a one. So Old Cobb, so that is three. I might be that down ain't good. based on this damage. Cobb, hide behind my quads. It's actually <laughs> only, I rolled four D6s. I rolled two twos and two ones, so it's only six damage. Um, but Old Cobb does fall. Oh, wait, no, Old Cobb's up on the stairs, so Old Cobb just falls prone. Um, but Old Cobb does not fall on the fissure because he's past that. Thank goodness, because ones are bad. Where is Old Cobb at? He's up on the stairs with hard one. Oh, okay. So he's, um, he's so he was holding onto the rope and he uh, lets it go. He gets hit with this thing. It's all right. I'm super strong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is one more. Oh wait, I did both layer actions. Great. Back up to moonshine. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna run as far as I can, and then jump onto that rope. Okay. Great. So mm-hmm. does that mean that I run 70 or does that mean that I can only run 35? And then you can run 70 and then jump onto the rope. Yeah, so I'm running 70, so then I'm, I'm jumping on the rope at 280. 280, Aww. okay. You guys, guys are sh- both on the rope at 280. Oh, yeah. You yeah. guys are so dang close. Rope buddies. Okay, so I'm at 280 feet, so I'm with Bev, and I'm just going to, like, Bev, hold this, and I hand him the other side of the rope that I tied to myself. Ah, <laughs> now it actually means something. <laughs> or maybe I just tie it to his waist so we're, like, buddies Without in permission? <laughs> Tandem climbers. <laughs> <laughs> we're, yeah, we're ice climbers now. Yeah. 
Okay, so hard one, you're holding onto this rope. These guys are shimmying across. What do you do? I think if you yank it, that will actually probably put them in more danger. Um, I guess I'll, I'll just prepare a reaction. Maybe I'll I'll uh, ready another rope to toss uh, to toss down if anything happens to the grappling hook. Okay, cool. Hard one, sure foot. The two rope master. <laughs> you gotta, you, yeah. I'm just picturing you double dutching <laughs> with like thick ass ropes. Uh-huh. <laughs> gotta have fail saves. <laughs> that is two lair actions. That is um, rocks fall down from above you guys. So the people on the ropes are in danger. Oh, no. um, so everybody give me a DC 10 deck save. I pass. 17. Perfect. Passy. Okay. Um, Old Cobb is actually prone. So he does get hit. He gets hit with rocks for 14 damage, and he is actually pinned under a rock. He failed big time. He got like crushed by a rock. Oh. Ow! Oh god, this is terrible. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Damn it, Cobb! Beautiful bone structure. It's uh. not on those beautiful pelvis bone lines, right? We don't want that shit. Oh, Cobb, your V. <laughs> that is actually. Uh... Oh wait, another lair action. More rocks fall from above you guys. Dex save. Ooh. I getting hit. I got a. What'd you get? What'd you get? One, but it's a seven. I got <laughs> a nine. Mm. Plus, nine plus yeah. the charisma. Yeah, that's with the charisma. All right, I, I got the two. Shout out to the two crew. <laughs> Shout out to the I'll two crew. I'll take these rocks and your own. Okay, you murderous assassins, you. Uh, well, what did you get? Uh, I got um fifteen plus four, nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. Um, hard Eleven. one. Eleven. What'd you get? Eleven. Okay, you do not get hit by rocks. You're able to move out of the way because it was only a DC 10. Moonshine. I might just fall from the rope if I go unconscious. This is eight, um, 12 damage. I'm down. Oh no. Can I like at least grab her hand as she falls? Bev, you see Moonshine falls behind you. Like she's going down into the fissure, uh, but the rope catches. Do a strength check. <laughs> To see if you can hang on to both of you guys. My body is just dangling from you. It's time for the faded reverse scoop. Just like a dead toddler. Um, What do I add to that? Uh, Athletics. Okay. Uh, 14? 14. You're good. She's not super heavy. She's a crick elf. I was just going to do it out of 10. Just don't roll bad. Okay. So Cobb Cobb is going to have to do a strength check because he's stuck under a boulder right now. He's having a hard time. He rolls a freaking one. He's still under his boulder. (laughs) He's stuck there. Um, That is Bev's turn. Okay. Um, I guess I pull her back up and then I touch hands her. Oh. Okay. Dope. Yeah. Moonshine, you pop back up. So what do I get for touch hands? 30. <gasps> yep. What the Ooh, heck? Sweet. Bev. Six levels, baby. Oh, yeah. Lord. Uh, so you can you can still take your movement. You can probably get to the end now, to the stairs. All right. Or you can prepare <gasps> to run with Moonshine when she goes, whatever you want. Uh, I, ju- I check in with Moonshine. How you feeling? Fantastic. <laughs> thanks to you, young Bev. You ready to shimmy? Yeah. Himmy, bimmy, bimmy. Let's get a shimmy. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I, I run across. So you guys are only like 20 feet away. I'll say Bev lay hands you. You guys shimmy the other 20 feet. Bev could probably <laughs> even pull you that. Uh, and you guys get to these stairs, and you're on the stairs of this temple. Rocks flying everywhere. Uh, you're out of this encounter. Uh, unless you stick around here a long time, Old Cobb is under a giant rock. Help me with this stone. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. We all push. Cool. You guys uh, push e- easily with all uh, all three of you guys. You guys are able to push the rock off of Old Cobb. <laughs> let's go inside. I'd like, let's stealth in. Let's stealth. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. 
You guys are stealthing. Okay, go ahead and roll me stealth rolls. I'm going to cast Pass Without Trace. Okay. On us. So you, everyone gets plus 10 to their stealth roll. 18. 18. I got uh, 21. 17. 17. Oh, shit. Wait, no, wait, I got wait. way more than 21. I got... Oh, just 23. <laughs> no, 24! That's way more. <laughs> Pretty good. Okay, Okop got a 22. Let's see what this guy gets for his little wisdom check. <gasps> Not good enough to see y'all with your pass without trace. So you guys are right now, you're on the steps of the Earth Temple. There's all this chaos around you, rocks crashing, boulders rolling. At the top of the steps, you do see an open doorway with some torchlight inside. And uh, with your pass without trace, you guys are able to slip in amongst the chaos and find an area of the room that is cloaked in shadow. You're in this big cavern-like throne room. It's very crude. There aren't tapestries or decorations or anything, but you do see sitting on a throne of stone is this giant earth elemental much bigger than the one you fought in Uku's trials. He's wearing black plate mail and an iron crown. He looks like he might just be sitting there waiting for you. He's just sitting there and slamming a balled up fist on the armrest of his throne. You see the world shakes outside whenever he does it, but there seems to be some kind of magic keeping the temple intact. He's just sitting there slamming his fist down. Well, stop. To Shit. dominate him, huh? I'm gonna walk out into the uh, <laughs> oh the opening with my wood block. <gasps> Start keeping time with his with his bag. Hell yeah! Uh, give me an insane persuasion check to uh, I guess performance check. That's an 18. 18. Oh, shit. <laughs> Actually, that's a 20. I get a plus two to performance because I've been practicing my wood block. <laughs> So you come out from the darkness uh, playing your wood block. And he goes, Ha! Are you my court jester? Far from it. I'm the quad god. You, a god. Ha ha ha! I am the Earl of Earth, the Sultan of Stone, the Rock Reaper, the Earthquake uh, Guy. Stumbled on that wow, last one. Wow, yeah. I am Elias Stormborn, a.k.a. Hard One Shorefoot, Bastard of the Mountain, Pride of the Dwarfenage, the Heart of Iron Deep, and I need your help. Oh. And that's where we'll end our session. Champion of the woodblock. Champion of the woodblock. Yeah, I was one. gonna like come in there and like if you were like trying to be like I'm a storm god, I was gonna like fake some like Ooh. lightning. Oh, that would have been cool. Pretend like you did it, but I actually like your strategy. We should have circled better. up, but I just felt like <laughs> no, the no, woodblock no. was calling me. I like that. I like <laughs> that. Sweet. Hard I one like keeps time. Idea. Hard one keeps time. Hard one got that rhythm. Yeah, wow. That uh, rock thing was harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it's at 300 feet, man. 300. Yeah, it should have been 200 feet, man. I was like, oh my God, this is just the trial to get to the bad guy. And there's like three more of these and I've already gone yeah, unconscious. But I th- yeah, but I, I think that, well, I guess we'll see. But it feels like this next part of the mission is all diplomacy. Here's hoping. I, I'm interested. I mean, I'm it's interested. like, it seems like a full-on family double there. We've done obstacle courses. We might have to have some questions. <laughs> I'm going to have to stick my hand in a nose booger. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Find yeah. the flag. Find that flag. <laughs>
Uh, cool, guys. So we'll talk uh, more about this episode over at the Patreon, patreon.com slash nadpod. That's Save N-A-D-D-P-O-D. It. Don't sing yet. I want to sing, though. We're going to have our after show. Uh, check out me and Emily's book, Hey You Up, How to Turn Your Booty Call into Your Emergency Contact. You can get it on Amazon or on Audible. And guys, uh, tickets might still be available for Who our knows? show in Seattle. Uh, please check that out. Go to headgum.com slash live and see the band of boobs live in Seattle. Hell yeah. Uh, Caldwell, where can people watch Big City Green? Oh, man, you can check it out on the Disney Channel or the Disney Now app or iTunes or Amazon, wherever you find your shows and content. Uh, of course, listen to If I Were You with Jake and Amir. And uh, yeah. follow us on Twitter, guys. At CHMurf is me. At Jake Hurwitz is Jake. At EAxford is Emily. At Caldy is Caldwell. And be sure to tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. We are, we are the youth of the nation. We are. Hey guys, it's the end of the episode, so we need to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders. Once again, we recorded remotely so that we could keep the list up to date, but the audio sounds like shit, so we're re-recording it right now, but this time I've got Emily with me. Emily, what's up? Uh, just sharing a mic with my husband. (laughs) Two lovers, one mic, let's do this. Matthew M., the Bullywug Prince, has a set of pearly whites so bright they make Bev produce a big stain. Ooh, bad boy. Next up, we've got Joe and the lover of Lucy, who is the only person in Bohemia hotter than Shay. Am I talking about Joe N., or am I talking about Lucy? Surprise, I'm talking about both. Oh, yeah. Brad D., the only pebble pot that isn't Craven. Also, he's a better attorney than Duncan Pebblepot. The bar is low. And Joe Loma 72, a.k.a. Steelbreaker, hard-won spotter who inspires him to dig deeper than he ever did in the mountains of Iron Deep when it's time to rip squats. Andrew A., a.k.a. Feldspar Lygarden, the half-elf. It's unknown what the other half is, but it might be a god. It probably isn't, but it might be a god. It might be. And next up, Taylor Papa the sixth, a legendary bard to whom no item isn't an instrument. In fact, he made up a song using Galad's severed head as a lute. You can get a disease doing that. Dylan B., a super weak wizard who wields 12 swords and often drops many of them as he swings. He does not have a lot of toes left. Ouch. Simon W., the bootleg of Hardwon, soft loss. He's got tiny calves and no quads and a thin little mustache and a super squeaky voice. But he does have those loving, doting parents. He does have a great home life. Danny P., Bahubia's resident artist, painted Hard One's senior portrait at the Dwarfenage, and yes, Hard One had iron braces. Tom P., father of the realm, serenader of sleeping babies. Hard One sometimes wishes Tom was his dad, and honestly, so does Moonshine. Spencer Caskbrew, patron elder of libations, ale maker to gods, and heroes of Bohemia alike, gave Mishka the best deals on her kegs. Next up, Pedro E., bard of the mountains, whose epic tunes always got hard one amped as he toiled, mining the mountain with a bunch of other child laborers. Griffin S.D., a.k.a. the Stranger, the Silver Dragonborn Eldritch Knight and owner of the Badger's Pint Inn and Tavern, once let Uncle Red sleep in a dumpster when he didn't have enough gold for a room. That was nice of him. Oh, wow. And, of course, we've got Danielle, the dastardly dame, goldsmith of the realm, and accredited dentist who forged Goresh's golden tooth. 
QC, aka Haldor Frostback, MVP of the Giant Wars, crewed on the SS Stormborn and fought alongside Elias and Red, a barbarian warrior from the frigid north, was also a scoutmaster at Bev's Green Teen Summer Camp, but had to quit because his thick barbarian skin couldn't handle the beach. Salt on that thick skin. Okay, next up, everyone's the fan favorite, Manny, the mundane accidental deity who got in the way of a lich's spell to reach divinity. One worshiper claims that Manny magically delivered money after he prayed to him, but it was just enough quarters to do laundry that day. Daniel Yu, a.k.a. Multifor, owner of a sweet, sentient boat that sounds like Gilbert Gottfried. There used to be a tube where people could go tubing, but he lost it. To be fair, he was going really fast, and that's pretty cool. Gotta get that tube back. Next up, Jordan DJ, legendary DJ of the realm, one time accidentally forgot his equipment and showed up with only the train box set, but still managed to keep the party going despite playing Drops of Jupiter six times. Hey, I'm not complaining. Jeffrey S., Lord of the Fjord, sworn to the sword and born of the storm. Almost as many nicknames as Hard One Shorefoot. Oh, I love that Lord of the Fjord. Xavier C., a terrifying mer-creature who sings songs not to cause shipwrecks but to entertain passing sailors. The sailors are still scared of him, though. Rightly so. Cutter W, a high elf dandy turned crick stump attacked, who is allegedly Moonshine's dad. And of course, Dylan H.E.H. is hyped up on H.G.H., a big buff baddie who has twice the appetite for Arcane as hard one. Lex S, owner of the Lex Express, a train that can straight up drive you out of Bohemia into a world without conflict. Speaking of trains, let's keep chugging along. <laughs> <laughs> really good, really good. With John S, aka Schubert the Mushroom, responsible for the headiest trip of Old Cobb's life, the best sex Old Cobb and Maribel ever had was rolling on some quality Schubert. James B invented the brutal martial art Crick Maga and travels Bohemia teaching people the art and discipline of poking people's eyes out with hospitality. Brutally sweet. Ryan M, investigative journalist in Galateron who exposed the fact that the boy king acted much more like a boy than a king. Important stuff. Hard hitting. Elena C has a flower crown that transports them to and from the Fey at will. They weekend in the Fey wild. And who could forget Andrew M, beloved peeper farmer down at the creek, essentially runs a bullywog orphanage for the peepers that have been orphaned since the fog took hold out west. Very kind. Beardman Dan, the only person in Bohemia who can actually pull off a goatee. That's including goat men who have goatees by default. That's a nightmare image, a goat man with a goatee. Scott D, Iron Deep's most sought after calf model, actually inspired a young hardwan's own quest for meaty calves with an ad they did for shin guards. Aaron C, the silent fifth elemental in the elemental chaos, heart. Aaron C is in all of us if we dig deep enough. Hermes W, the Bat King. All bats hear each and every whisper from Hermes W's mouth and can't disobey their commands. However, Hermes cares deeply about the Bat constituency and is holding a referendum on whether or not to turn the Bat monarchy into a Bat representational democracy. Sounds complicated. <laughs> T. Alex, currently squatting at Beverly's family's summer house in Hillhome. Mrs. Tolgold is in for a surprise and will probably have to chase T. Alex out with a broom again. 
not the broom. That's T. Alex. Okay, Harley S. Celebrity member of the old folks circle down at the creek who gave Joe the praying mantis his name. Parker E. Has such strong physical and emotional constitution, they put on the cursed mithril dragon armor and all it did was make them feel a little itchy. And of course... Kyle McHugh, owner and proprietor of Bohemia's own fast food franchise, McQuanolds. That's canon now. You're going to have to write that in. We're going to stop in McQuanolds on the road. I, already in there. <laughs> RJW, benevolent and well-loved ruler of Nalamos, a small Bohemian town where everything is totally fine. The boobs will never go there. Adam R., a minor god of the ocean, rides a giant sea turtle and helps sailors find Safe passage through storms. Always shows up when you're one short for beach volleyball. That's good. Brent B. Taught Alanis magic. Not wizard magic, though. Stage magic. Not helpful for fighting the devil. Okay, Cassandra MHP, a knight who fights exclusively through the use of amulets. They never leave anywhere without at least 20 magical amulets dangling from their neck. They are extremely powerful, but very bad at stealth checks. Matt C, a.k.a. Matty Big Crits, the legendary hero of the Galateron Civil War. After saving all the refugees, they retrofitted their airship and launched a delivery service called Amazon Prime. All right, next up, Ricky. Tricky Ricky of the Cricky, an extreme sports elf who loves doing sticky, icky bong rips and the slickest, sickest kick flips. Sick. Andrew R., Elias Stormborn's rival and the world's most famous earth pirate, which is the opposite of a sky pirate. They ride in huge drill cars and do cave-related crimes. Oh, I miss our drill car. Okay, Cannibalistic Cthulhu, a cosmic monstrosity that hungers for the blood of other gods also enjoys making their own candles. Michael McDee, head mixologist at the Blue Mana Inn, was the first bartender to ever use a dragon's egg white in a drink and live to tell the tale. Wow, I know what we're drinking for the next live stream. Okay, Blitzbreed Dimitri, the famous Dwarger chef who made it out of Cragwater and now runs a successful restaurant called Dwarger's Big Burger. I'll have a double cheese Dwarger. Victor T, an unreal estate agent who owns and operates several void prison gems in eastern Bohemia. They're well worth the price. Henry A once did 10 hits of arcane in a single night and feather bearded every time. He still can't grow a normal mustache. Penfield, a talking pelican that lives at the Crick, holds the world record for the annual Crick Crawdaddy Slurp. And finally, Mick Pucks, the Codemaster, the digital hero who is tirelessly coding our website and also has a real-life Digimon named Rubymon Rails. Okay, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you to all our Patreon subscribers, all our listeners, and our Council of Elders. We'll be back next week with everyone and no more janky audio. We're sharing one mic, although it was kind of nice. It was nice. Do you want to you kiss? Do you want to kiss on okay. mic? Mwah. Okay, hey, I you just kissed it. your hand. I faked it. I faked it. <laughs> Bye, guys. That was a HeadGum Podcast.